on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What's up guys, it's Andy Priscilla and this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have an awesome show that I have actually been looking forward to doing uh, for over a year I just wanted to wait until the right time, and that time is now, and I'm going to explain why in just a second. Uh, before I get into the show, remember, the show is free, uh, we don't run ads, and all we ask is that if you got value out of the show, that you share the show, okay? Um, that's it. That's the fee. So, this is an important show, guys. As you know, there is a lot of things going on in the world right now, all right? And like we talked about in the State of the Motherfucking Union, we have a situation now where we all see what is actually happening and we are sort of just letting it happen, hoping that it doesn't. And I'm going to tell you guys, if you don't snap out of that mindset, we are all going to lose. And if you're listening to me right now and you love me, you're going to lose. If you're listening to me right now and you hate me, you're going to lose too. Okay? We have forgotten some of the most important principles of what this country was founded on and what it stands for. And we have abandoned the idea of logic and laws for emotional coddling. That's the facts. And if you guys don't wake the fuck up, and I've tried for a year and a half to wake you up, if you don't wake the fuck up, you're going to lose. And all the shit we talk about, the, the making money, the becoming a baller, the learning how to win, that shit ain't going to matter because it's not going to be available. So when you listen to this show, I would listen very closely because we have a man here who is a former U.S. Army Ranger, okay, a former Port of Seattle police officer. This man made a video on May 6, 2020, explaining that no matter your stance on COVID as a police officer, that we, the police officers, do not have the authority to take away people's constitutional rights just because the governor wants us to. And guess what happened to him? He was fired. So this man stood on his ideals. He stood his ground and he was willing to take a step back for this country to take 10 steps forward. And I want you to really listen to what he has to say. All right. And I've, Super happy to have my friend Greg Anderson here. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, really bro. It's an this. honor, man. Uh, for real. Um, at, by the way, we got the rest of the crew here, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really, that was a good intro, though. I like that. Uh, it. It's I like the it. truth. It's not a joke. Like, dude, listen. Here's the problem. This is really the problem. Like, I just said this right before we got on the show. I see all these people now sort of saying the same shit that, I was saying a year ago and other people like you and these guys who are out there that are saying, hey, man, this is wrong. They were saying this shit a year ago. Now, a lot of people are saying it. But here's the problem. We're so far past the point of nudging people to wake up that this is happening so fast that if we don't wake everybody up and get them on the fucking same page, bro, we're all going to lose everything. We're going to lose our fucking livelihoods. We're going to lose our ability to fucking prosper. You will have... Not me, by the way, because I'm over the hump. I've explained this to you. This is how communism works. All right. I'm talking to a lot of you. Okay. 
If you aren't already wealthy, you will have zero chance of becoming wealthy. If you aren't already uh, where you want to be, you will go backwards under this situation. And we're already seeing it. We have hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants coming in across the border. We have them all infected with this COVID and the presence allowing it while at the same time mandating our entire country, our, our military to get this vaccine, okay? Which by the way, I'm not pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine, I'm pro-freedom, all right? We deserve to make the choice ourselves and people don't understand why that's so important. Well, let me explain to you why I'm so passionate about this particular product, uh, subject. I, and this is none of your fucking business, but I'm gonna share some personal business. I have what's called AFib. And I've had it since 2007, all right? That's a heart condition that makes you susceptible to strokes. I also have high naturally hematocrit levels, which means my blood is a little bit thicker than most of yours. If I take that shot, I will die. I've talked to my doctors. I've talked to the people who I believe are experts, and they said, you will die because of those conditions. We are having healthy people have strokes. We're having healthy people have heart conditions. So I cannot take the shit. But for me to go out in the world now, I have to take the shit. So when we're talking about someone who doesn't have an option, that's me. And that's why I don't want to force it on my fucking team. That's why I won't force it in any of my companies. And besides that, I don't believe in jamming some shit that we haven't studied. You have no idea what it's going to do to you 12, 24, 36, 60 months from now. You have no fucking idea. Okay, and the risk for me is not worth it. And so there might be a hundred other people like me in this building. We have 400 people. I don't know because I don't ask their medical history. But all of you motherfuckers that are for this mandate saying we better do it or fuck you, fuck you. Like, dude, I just read this fucking description from a local restaurant tonight or uh, here in St. Louis where they're basically saying, I don't care if uh, what the state says or we're forever. Uh, actually, just let me read it to you. I'm going to read it to you. And then you guys can understand how serious uh, some of this shit is. Now, this is a restaurant here in St. Louis. I'm going to read you the whole thing. There have been actions taken by the public serving establishments recently. And blank, the name of the restaurant, feels it's important to address the issue publicly. The following is our stance on it. It's not that we are right and others are wrong. It's that it's the right fit for our establishment and it's our decision during this crucial time. All of our staff are fully vaccinated, wearing masks and doing everything within their power to keep themselves and our guests safe during this pandemic. We ask for the same courtesy to be extended back to our guests. We greatly empathize with those who are immune compromised and the rare cases of those who are medically unable to, are unable and those not of age to get the shot. It is awful that you cannot be here be to, due to the decisions of adults to not get a vaccine that has been proven safe and effective, which we just fucking addressed, has not. We hope that you will still order carryout from us through Chow Now. Here's the link in the comments. And we look forward to the day you could safely come back inside. For those of you that feel they do not want to get vaccinated despite the advice from their medical doctor, 
It is your right to do so, and we acknowledge that. We ask that you do not come to the pub if you have been va- if you have not been vaccinated. Hold on, I'm switching pages here. We ask that you do not to the club. This is coming directly from ownership. We don't want you to come and sit outside and then send a server to go out and wait on people who are not vaccinated. No way. Just don't come to the pub ever. It's not safe for you to come now or at any point in the future. Even when 80% of the population is vaccinated, it won't be safe. Not inside, not outside, not on the patio, nowhere. If you aren't vaccinated or don't plan to be vaccinated, don't come ever. Fuck them. That's fucking Nazi. That's ridiculous. That is not American. That is Nazi shit. That is not fucking okay. And that's what's happening. You know what, though? All those, all the companies and private corporations that are pushing all this shit, they're just cowering to the government. 100%. I mean, if, if a private establishment wants to put out some bullshit like that company just did, that pub, the free market will correct itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want me here. Hey, you can't fucking have the shot because of your medical conditions. And now they say that you're not welcome there. Roger that. Fuck you. Oh, and tell all your friends. Trust me. Fuck you. And guess what? You actually have a pretty big fucking reach. Yeah. And not only that, bro, I will make it my mission to (laughs) fucking end them. That's what I'm saying. Right. So they know who they are. I'm not going to say their name, but just know, just know you're fucked. You're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I will open up a fucking pub across the street and beat them at every... I'll give away free food till they fucking go out of business. There's some really good spots on... uh, Vacant spots on the hill that we could open a nice burger My My point is... Here's my point. My point is that that is wrong. You have no... You guys are making uninformed, prejudiced decisions for people that literally cannot do these things and you are trying to shun them and shame them. And this is shit that we should... This is anti-American fucking crazy... Nazi shit. Well, period. I think it's important that we take a step back and we we unpack what we talked about yesterday in the locker room. And that's I mean, before we get into my story and the in the future of where this is all going, right now we have a government that is forcing people to put this fucking unknown substance into their body, right? Why are they doing that to us? That's what we want to know. Well, because we we, yeah. we understand. We've seen enough incidences where people behave one way on camera, then they behave another way off camera. Or like the G7 summit, they're all socially distanced with their masks on. And then as soon as they think they're off camera, they're giving hugs and high fives. Did you not see the video that came out yesterday? You, I know you saw it where it showed all the clips from 2020 where all the same people who are mandating this yeah. shit. We're saying that it shouldn't be mandated literally not even a year ago. That's what I'm saying. So we, we, one thing we do know right now is this is theater. So why are they doing this to us? That's the big question. Yeah. Is it to pad the pockets of big pharma? Is it to make billions of fucking dollars? But whatever they're for, that's, that's, that is for sure. Yeah. One of the reasons. But my point is like whatever their nefarious agenda is, we don't have to fucking play along with it. No, we don't. And people need to understand that. Yeah. And you need to vote with your fucking money. You need to vote with, com- dude, I will never, ever, ever, ever spend another dollar with a company that forces that kind of shit on people. That is not right. That is not okay. And you guys out there who are entrepreneurs who are fucking pushing this on your people, know that you could be pushing it on people that have conditions that they don't know and could fucking kill them. Yeah. Are you going to be responsible for their death? 
I mean, that, that's a big question I think business owners need to be asking themselves. Dude, like, we've gotten, these people have been brainwashed and driven into hysteria and completely ignored the actual scientific data, which is this. The average age of death is 78 years old or older. The uh, survival rate for someone under 60 is over 99.9%. Okay? You have a bigger chance of getting struck by motherfucking lightning. And here we are. We're this. So there is definitely a nefarious agenda. They have been stirred up to the point of complete. And by the way, uh, Mr. Pub owner, seven, you're in the city. You're in the fucking city. And you know who lives in St. Louis City? The African-American population. And you know who's resisting the vaccine at a, a rate of 75%? African-Americans. And you know why? Because the government has fucked them yeah, they don't over trust you motherfuckers. and over and over and over. And I don't blame a single one of those people for fucking not taking that. And now, so you're segregating your fucking dining room so black people can't come in anymore. Yeah. So let's talk about that. That's some racist shit too. Okay? We want to, dude, I'm fucking over it's this modern day segregation. It right is. Here. Hey, you know what, bro? It's just the back of the bus. Don't worry exactly. about it. Don't worry exactly. about it. No, it's just a different water fountain. It's just a vaccine. Yeah. It's just a mask. It sounds very, very eerily. Listen, I mean, and you can make this a black or white thing, but I mean, at the end of the day, this is this is just a well. Human thing. If we were liberal, we would exactly. If we were liberal, we'd exactly. be screaming racism right, right now, right? And fucking, because dude, that's the mo and the best thing about this is that the black culture is seeing how fucking racist these motherfuckers actually are. And by the way, I've always identified as a fucking moderate, but fuck these people, dude. This is fucking wrong. I'm not with it. You guys ain't with it for the most part. And you need to start making it known or you're going to be the one having to take shit. A lot of you have already emailed me every fucking five seconds. Holy shit. Uh, they're making me take this. I, dude, I don't, I'm scared. I don't want to take it. And it's my life. Okay. I tried to tell you. I tried for a year and a half to tell you. I tried. Now we have a massive problem. And if you don't wake up on this problem, I can promise you. We're all going to lose. Promise. So fuck, Greg, how was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, we've talked about the problem, but Greg, you you represent the solution. Your story, I think, is going to give hope to other people and guidance on kind of how to move forward. So obviously, Andy talked a little bit about your uh, former ranger, former uh, police officer, uh, your dad, your girl dad, three daughters. You're married, right? Yeah, yep. I think, yeah. And a small business uh, owner. Small business owner, jujitsu, right? Yep. And your podcast host. Yeah, that's right. Uh, on a podcast that I uh, mysteriously had difficulty downloading. Everything Shocking. else, everything yeah. else worked. Oh, and by the way, I want to yeah. mention this before yeah. you can get into that. Uh, I am leaving iTunes. I am leaving Instagram. I am leaving all these fucking platforms. I'm going to start hosting all of my shit on my own site. Okay, so. If when I tell you guys, I'm going to tell you over the next course of the next two months or so before I actually do it, you need to swipe up and get on my email. Or you're not going to get my shit anymore because I'm not I'm done fucking with these people. I am done. So, Greg, your story. Give us some backstory. So, I mean. When 2020 hit and the covid shit started fucking popping off. Everybody didn't understand what was happening, right? I think everybody kind of took a, a step back and was like, oh, fuck, dude. Is this the fuck? Is this Ebola? Is this is this going to be the Black Plague? Is this going to kill? It was scary. Yeah, you know, everybody yeah. was like, because that's a reality 
fucking pandemics happen and wipe out 80% of populations, right? And so as we fucking observed what was happening and, and the government started moving forward with all their mandates, and I don't know how it was down here, but in Washington state, they started to determine who was essential and who was non-essential. And all you have to do is look at that list for one fucking minute and realize, oh, you're non-essential if you don't pad the pockets of the government. But if you in any manner fucking contribute dollars to the fucking Washington state government, you're somehow deemed essential. So that makes you think this isn't about saving lives. It's about fucking make sure that they get money and that we don't. My business had to be shut down. But fucking all these other fucking major corporations can be open. You know, and so one of the fucking last straws for me was my tags on my truck expired. And so I was like, I wonder if they're essential because that's literally money that goes directly to the fucking government. And I call up the fucking licensing place and they go, oh, yeah, we've been deemed essential. And that's when I said, I'm fucking done. If a little red sticker that goes on the back of my fucking truck is so essential against a virus that's so fucking deadly that all of us have to shut down our entire lives. My kids can no longer get an education. I can't teach people fucking jujitsu or CrossFit. Like the things that are important to people, they don't give a fuck about. But for a little red sticker that you have to pay 80 bucks for, yeah, come on in. Fuck you, you know? And so, and that was outside of like me as a, as a police officer. That was just my personal observations of what was going on. And then as a cop, I'm going around my department. We're in the lunchroom watching fucking Fox News and CNN, seeing all this shit. 100% of cops that I know were appalled with what was going on. There was no split. There was no divide. Not one single cop I know was like, oh, yeah, we should be arresting people at the park because they they need to be safe. Not a fucking single cop. And, and I was a cop in Los Angeles for five years, too. And I was in the military for 10 years. I have contacts all over the country. This isn't just a little microcosm in Seattle. Every single person I know that works in the law enforcement profession could not fucking believe what was happening. But no one was saying anything. Well, dude, let me jump in here and remind, because we have a younger audience. Bro, I forget that we're fucking 40 years old, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) oh yeah, baby. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Hey, I feel it every day. But here's, but I don't look it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, but I want to jump in and remind you guys who are young, okay? <clears throat> you might be 20 years old. You might be 18. You might be 16. You might be 28. Listen, guys, it's not normal how this pandemic, there's been other pandemics in my lifetime and in Greg's lifetime and in Vaughn's and Sal's lifetime. That's not what they do. They don't shut it down and put the mask on. That's not, that shit has never happened. And, and by the way, when you actually take out all the fake data and reverse the fucking inflated data, this was no different than a normal pandemic that- A bad that, a flu season. That's correct. We can go on and on and on. We do that with, with Dr. Sharasky and he's coming back on by the way. But my point is, is that you guys who don't understand because you're not old enough, you're not as alarmed because you don't realize that this is so fucking not normal. So I just want to throw that in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what so, I'm saying? Like yeah, they don't know- they don't remember H1N1. They don't remember fucking SARS and fucking all the shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, guys, you have to realize how abnormal this is. It's not a normal thing. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, and then we started seeing all the enforcement actions taking place where all of these fucking governors and mayors and these city council members that are just, they become drunk on power that are now asking police officers to not only do something that violates their oath, but something that is just absolutely outside of their authority. 
right? Like when I arrest someone, there's a little block on the form that I have to use to book them into jail. And it's like, what is their violation of Washington state law? And you literally fill it out, right? So I went to my chief and I said, hey, I know we haven't been asked to do this stuff yet, but we're seeing it all over the country. If, if you think that we're going to have to arrest women that are playing at the park with their children because the mayor doesn't want them in the park, I want to know what your approach to that's going to be. And he goes, Greg, I won't have you guys. I won't have you guys enforcing that stuff. I'm not going to do that. And that was like a, a little bit of a relief for me, right? Because it's yeah. like, okay, cool. The high- that's what should have happened right away. Yes. The highest ranking guy in my department said, we're not going to play this shit. So I was like, okay, cool, right? But that's cool for the 86 people in my department. That's not cool for the fucking entire United States of America. And we started seeing all the shit in California. That You guys saw that dude that was out paddleboarding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Malibu? Or arrested or they got two fucking boats chasing this guy down, putting him in cuffs, and taking him and putting him in a cage with other people so he can stay safe? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? And then we saw moms getting arrested. We saw people getting arrested for uh, going to jiu-jitsu practice. The last straw for me, the day I made the video, I was watching a, a news story where two Hispanic ladies got arrested for doing nails in their basement. And that's when I was like, okay, every cop I know doesn't support this, but why the fuck are they out there doing this? You know, they're talking out of both sides of their mouth and it's time for our profession to show some fucking courage. And so that's when I just, it was just spur of the moment. I just picked my fucking phone up and I started talking and I said, listen guys, this is coming from a police officer to other police officers. This message is about our duty to uphold and defend our citizens' constitutional rights. We work for the citizens. We don't work for the fucking government. Like, oh, well, the government pays your bills. No, the taxes pay our fucking bills. The people are who we serve. It's a fucking very simple concept. But for some reason, these cops were just, they didn't have the courage to look at their chain of command in the eyes and go, no, I'm not going to arrest that guy for that. If more cops would have stood up in unison and done this, it would have fucking came to a halt in two seconds. And so I told cops, I said, what we're doing right now as police officers, what's happening nationwide is the public is being pitted against the profession. The public is going to turn on the profession. And for you guys that don't fucking understand third world chaos, because I've lived in fucking Ramadi and Fallujah and Barry Cowed, Afghanistan, all of these little shitholes that are controlled by warlords where the fucking person that rules that area is the, they rule with an iron fist and they're the strongest of the fucking people there. Right. I said, if we don't have fucking law and order in our society, I know what a society without law and order looks like. And everybody, I mean, there's, Wait, people, let's talk about that yeah. for a second because most people listening have no, I have idea. no fucking idea. Now I've talked to enough, uh, you know, servicemen and women who have been in active duty. And talk about what you're what you're mentioning. You guys do not understand what we're talking about here. You guys are clapping for motherfuckers sharing a gold medal, yeah, okay, yeah. in the Olympics. Imagine the complete opposite of that, okay. <laughs> and imagine you have a gallon of water, and your neighbor comes along and needs some water. You don't share the water. No. What happens to them? Yeah, they get shot in the face. And, and what if, happens to their kids? Yeah. If, if my children need water. But do you see water, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. If my, it, no, so but, I'm, but this is really what happens. Like this is exactly what happens. So you guys who are out there 
on the left or even the right and you think, oh, fucking war. Dude, you got I've never been and I'm fucking fortunate. This is I'm so thankful for people that have been. But, dude, they got to hear that perspective from you. What's it like? All it will take is if we don't have law and order. All it takes is two percent of the population to be violent shitheads and they ruin it for everybody. Right. That's we, all, are, we already have more than that. Yeah. And we already have more than that. I can tell you guys, when I lived in Ramadi in 04 and 05, where it was absolutely just war torn and controlled by warlords and Al Qaeda in Iraq, if you didn't like your neighbor, they'd go shoot that person. Like we thought, oh, we get rid of Saddam Hussein. And now all these people are just going to adopt American ideologies and it's going to be peace, love and happiness. No. What happened is they're like, oh, there's no law and order anymore. I've always hated my neighbor. Watch this and go fucking behead that motherfucker. And I can tell you guys, something as simple as going from your house to the grocery store is going to require a 16 man armed team, a three car motorcade, an advance, a QRF element, a counter assault team. Like it will be a full combat op. Well, let's be honest. There won't be grocery stores. No. But if we're going to get food from a, we're going to go. If you have food, that's what's going to be coming at you. That's what's coming at you. And like, People think that like the future of this country could be just, we could be in harmony without law and order and they're out of their fucking minds because it's the human condition. It's not American, Iraqi, Afghani. It's the human condition. And there's a certain percentage of people that I feel like are wired for good and want to help and want to see people prosper. And then there's a certain percentage of people that are want to fucking take and it's all about them. And those people exist everywhere. And if you don't keep those people in check, they will fucking come for you. And this isn't doomsday prepper shit. You know, like I'm not some fucking crazy conspiracy theorist. This shit is rooted in stuff that I've seen with my own two eyes. Bro, listen, listen, anybody who's still saying conspiracy theory, you're a, you are part, <laughs> you're part of the fucking conspiracy. You're part of it. But I think Greg, it's important to understand too, you know, that, that 2%, I mean, that's, that's not just now that's, in forever of time. So yes, history yes, is, exactly. has shown that. And, and, and by the way, those people that he's talking about, they exist at all levels. They exist in all cultures. That's right. They exist in all races. They exist at all financial levels. There are people out there that will slit your fucking throat for whatever the fuck they want if they don't have it. And that's what these people do not understand. And the only way to combat that is having a team of pipe hitters that... Like we used to joke when we were when we were going against the Taliban in Iraq is like these evil motherfuckers, we're going to show them what real evil is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so it brings out the worst in people. And I'm not saying that as I'm proud of it. Like that was how we believed. And that's why so many veterans, when they come home and they have to unpack all this shit that we dealt with, they have problems because, dude, that is not how you should be fucking living. But that's what's coming if we don't fucking unfuck this situation. When you talk about, you know, when you talk about the courage, though, because I want to go, go back to being on track. It's important. Bro, that's yeah, that's yeah. fucking disturbing. Yeah. Well, like, it really is. It's, like, it's hard to transfer. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, that's, that's, even that's, as much of a realist as I am and understand the necessity of violence at certain points, that that that's this is the thing that people don't get. War War is not a joke. It's not a fucking game. There's no sharing of medals. There's no sharing. There's no sharing of supplies. This is, and it's not, you think it's, you, you guys think that certain people, the idealist nature of our society right now or what they're, 
what I believe they're trying to project on a society will get everybody killed. Mm -hmm. No, it, it absolutely will. And, and Dude, that's we just saw Corey Bush on TV, literally, literally talking about how she spent 70 grand on personal security. And you know what? I deserve to spend 70 grand on personal security. And if I got to spend 200, which is actually what the fuck she spent, yeah, by yeah. the way, if, if I have to spend 200, uh, then that's what I'll do. And you know what? I get to come here and fight for you. And we need to defund these police. Like literally In the, the next sentence, guess, the same sentence. Guess who most of society's personal security are? No shit. You know what and I mean? And bro, these, the, the, the black population of St. Louis that is getting fucking mowed down by crime. We have the highest murder rate uh, literally per capita in the fucking country for the last five or six years. Fuck, as long as I can remember. Dude, people actually like brag about it. Like I'm from St. Louis. It's fucking hard. Yeah, here. Fucking tough no, here. that's not good. That's <laughs> no. bad. What? And you and the people who fucking voted for her are now getting fucking killed because of the shit that she is about. Well, she spends two hundred thousand dollars on staying safe. But I mean, then in the next but shit, the next dude. breath, bro, it's but fuck you. Yeah, I mean, it comes dude. back to all these people. It's rules for thee, but not for me. You know what I mean? And so Fuck, we're going off on a bunch of tangents. Yeah. No, right? no, 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 it's all right. <laughs> no, it's good though. No, it's all right. Um, but no, I, I, I mean, when Andy texted me and wanted to fly me down for this, one thing that we really wanted to focus on was speaking to the profession of law enforcement and speaking to police officers and deputies. Yeah. And, and because that was my circle for a long time. And what, what we're seeing now, and if you don't see it, you, have, you don't have your fucking eyes open, they're starting to implement all the same shit. It starts with, oh, well, uh, start masking up. And and now there's restrictions in my kid's school again. Like I just had to pull all my fucking kids and put them in private school because they have to be masked up and socially distanced, you know, and lockdowns are coming again. If you don't think they are, I don't think you're being honest. If, Lock we, if we don't stop them, yes, they are. And so I actually got a text message from uh, one of my good buddies, my business partner, Greg Lappin, yesterday. And he lives in Louisiana and he got, and he's a police officer down there and they got a fucking, uh, they got this fucking form that says the, the mayor or whatever of their, they don't have cities down there or it's counties parishes. that parishes. Yeah. Right. So the, whoever of the, the top of the parish said that we're going to start enforcing COVID mandates again. And I have the authority to use any law enforcement personnel that I need to. And I have authority to go on both public and private property to enforce these mandates. What the fuck are we talking about? You can come on private property. You can come into my house because you believe something that I don't believe. That's not America. That's not what this country was founded on. But I think a lot of people, I mean, men and women have been dying to secure freedom for this country since, since literally its inception, you know? Like George Washington is revered as a hero. He's on our fucking do our dollar bill, right? And why is he revered as a hero? Because when the fucking king told us we need to pay them taxes, he said, fuck you. And if you want to do something about it, I'm right here. And everybody fucking loves that guy, right? The moment for people to have that spirit of defiance and say, fuck you, is right now. And the, thing is, and the thing is, 
if most people would band together, especially law enforcement officers, and say that to their chain of command, to their mayor, to their governor, no, you know what? Just like you said, the the Denver PD yeah. actually came out and did that, yeah, right? They did. If every single enforcement leg of the government would come out and do that, the government now has no power. They're a toothless tiger. All of these fucking politicians, they hold no power. But what they do hold is the ability to control law enforcement. It's it's their it's law enforcement's duty to say we're done playing this game. You're not going to use us anymore. No, they are the line. They are the line. Yes. And so both citizens. And, and also the military too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a one-two punch. You know, if the one stands up, though, the second one's, they're going to stand up as well. Yeah. You know, somebody's got to leave from the front. Well, and that's what I've been telling people. I said, courage is contagious. Right. I, I well, dude, at the end important. of the day, bro, people know right from wrong. And all of them know right from wrong. And they all know, all of them, they all know. They all know. But but why are people why are they crossing? Why are people why are they afraid cro- to stand up for right? Well, the other thing too, bro, it's kind of like what you said about Afghanistan. Once you get accustomed to it, what difference does it make? Yeah, yeah. So I don't you know see what man. I'm saying. Yeah, but, I do. But I think like police officers need to understand, and I think this is an important message that they need to hear. Because in the military, we called it war gaming, right? You think about an op that's coming down the pipe and we're going to go do a raid on this house or whatever it is. And you think about what could go right and what could go wrong. All right. If this go, if this vehicle goes down or this helicopter goes down, how do we still continue and complete the mission? If this route gets compromised, do we have a, se- a secondary route? Do we have a tertiary route? Like you think about these things in your head. Then if you're out on the mission and something goes sideways, even though you haven't physically been there before, you've mentally been there before. And mentally being somewhere before is a powerful tool. And I think that is incumbent on police officers to start to think about these scenarios that are coming down the pipe and be like, hey, if I'm asked to go into a store and tell them that they have to shut down, what am I going to do? Where do I stand on this? If I'm told that I, if I'm dispatched to a call where I have to tell someone they have to put a mask on, what am I going to do? If I go to a gym where people aren't socially distancing and that's a violation of governor whoever's mandate and I'm the enforcement leg of this, what am I going to do? Play those scenarios out in your head. See where you stand on this stuff. And I know where most people stand on it, but they're afraid to actually when the moment comes where they're actually called and dispatched to go do something. How many times have we heard police over the last year say, hey, I I don't want to be doing this, but it's just my job. You don't get to violate people's rights just because it's your job. You don't get to violate people's rights because you, you know get a who else paycheck. said that? The same people who loaded motherfuckers on a train. That's right, dude. Yeah, in Germany. No, Gestapo. that's right. Yeah, I and mean, that's, that's a- exactly what they said when they were brought up in court afterwards. Yep. And it's in the Europe. frog. They said the- I was ordered to do it. It's the frog in the pot analogy, right? Yeah. If I just say, "Oh, you know what? My I I need to tell this person to put on uh, put on a mask." I don't agree with it, but it, it's. <laughs> Come on, it's just a mask, not the end of the world, right? So the, you show up and you say, hey, sir, uh, I'm going to need you to put a mask on. And then the next one is, oh, I'm, I'm going to need you to social distance. And then the next one is, actually, you can't be here because you're not vaccinated. So what are you going to do? Are you actually going to arrest that person? Like, it's the frog in the pot analogy where we're letting all these little things start to build oh, up. Increasing that heat. Yeah. And now we're going we're gonna to arrive at a point where they're going to need cops to enforce this bullshit. And cops need to stand against it in masses. And I know most police officers, because I hung out with them for a fucking decade, is a room of guys like us. 
They don't like all the bullshit. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, a lot of people here listening to the show believe that these people that we're talking about are the majority of America. And I would be interested to think what you think about that. No. So I'm saying that I'm talking about the people pushing all this crazy shit. The majority of America, in my opinion, is completely not with it. No. I mean, we I mean, I mean so, DJ, we're so talking about you, it yesterday. Yeah. Um, this has been one of the biggest fucking scams, both with the both with the COVID stuff, but also with the divide and conquer stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like we were both we were talking about racism on the on the ride back to the hotel. And we're like, neither one of us have experienced racism. Right. And that's easy for me to say as a white guy. But I can say that as someone that was in law enforcement for literally a decade, I have never once experienced one of my partners be like, car full of black guys. Let's go hit them up. Let's go get them. Let's hem them up, dude. That shit is not true. Cops don't target fucking black people. They don't target white people. They don't target, they target shitheads. All right. (laughs) And if the color of your skin happens to be this and you're a shithead, guess what? Well, you're a black shithead. But then when you're a white shithead. But when you told me that yesterday, you're like, and that's more powerful coming from a black man, right? It's like, dude, I didn't grow up. Who also was a cop. Yeah. Who else was a cop? Uh, Next week, I'm going hiking with one of my gay friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, your employees here walking around, meeting everyone. Every single person in this fucking facility shook my hand with a smile on their face. They were authentic. They're like, looked me in the eyes. They're happy to be here. And guess what? They're all different fucking kinds of colors and types of people. You got everybody here, right? Yeah. Nobody is fucking really experiencing all of this hate and division like they're perpetuating on us. Well, and that's what people have to understand. So a lot of people are afraid. So, so look, man, one of the reasons that I have not been afraid to talk about this shit is because I understand that most people are also, I know who the majority is, okay? Most people in America want the same shit. They want to pay less tax. They want to make more money. They want to fucking not be fucked with. They want to do their thing. Yep. And they want to be proud to be an American. Okay, they want to be included. Do we have aspects of society that are neglected or been neglected? Absolutely. And those those things deserve real addressing issues, not promising solutions that they never work to create. Okay, so we don't have a perfect system, but everybody pretty much wants the same shit. And what's happening right now is we are having that entire option removed from us by complying with this crazy shit that doesn't make sense. Well, and then again, you have to ask yourself, they fucking pitted us all against each other, yeah. right? Uh, LGBTQ but dude, and, I think, and like but, but blacks I think, and, and all this stuff. Like everybody hates everybody. And now we all have to take this vaccine. Like, well, dude, I think it's important to note, you know, we ha- you have to look at what they've done. All right. Like I mentioned, a year, not even a year ago, these same people were on TV saying, no vaccine mandates, no way, I'm not taking it. Now it's completely flipped. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Okay, so we have to realize that people like-minded, like us, are the majority. We are the majority. Uh, 85% of Americans polled. And by the way, these polls are always lies. They're always lies. Yeah. Eighty. They're always inflating to their cause. 85% of people agree that vaccine mandates should not be mandated, even if they're pro-vax or anti-vax. It has nothing to do with that. 
It's supposed to be a personal medical decision between you and your doctor based on risk assessment, not this crazy emotional fucking shit that we're seeing. In, it's Nazi shit, dude. It just is. Well, and they and, go they go back and forth on everything. But they own, but what people have to understand, bro, and you guys out there who are like, fuck, I don't want to say anything. Dude, all of your neighbors are the same right now. They're all sitting there being like, fuck, I'm scared to say anything because I think if I, if I say this and we end up being wrong, then we're going to fuck. We're going to be the ones in trouble. No, that's what they want you to fucking think. Okay, that's why they that's why they ban these people. That's why they've kept the people from January 6th in solitary confinement, beating the shit out of them like they're foreign invaders. And whether you agree with that or not, the point is, is they're trying to intimidate people from any sort of voicing or or saying anything. This is why we have the censorship. This is why a small amount of people are controlling the megaphone, the megaphone being TV, the megaphone being fucking social media, the megaphone being uh, the papers, and they're controlling the narrative and they are almost entirely control of it. And everything they say that isn't the shit that they say is labeled as a conspiracy theory or as a lie. But here's the thing. They lied about the cases. Everybody knows that. They even admitted that the cases were fucking overinflated by almost 98%. With a PCR test that they admitted did not work. Guess what they're testing with again? Yeah, PCR. The same, the same shit. Here. Okay, we are not that stupid. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, we're dumb motherfuckers. That's a fucking fact. Okay, I tried to warn you guys, but here's what you have to understand. They are highly inflating their numbers. These people who are totally, you know, for all of this shit. Right. It's just like I explained on the show previously with the mask. When you and we saw this, the minute the man mask mandates were lifted, everybody except one or two people in a, out of 100 took their shit off yep. instantly. It happened in Arizona when we were there. It happened here in St. Louis when they did it here. So that means only two out of fucking 100 people are actually scared of getting sick. Okay, so most people are not with this shit. They're complying because they think they have to. And that's what you guys have to understand. We and you and us are the majority. And all we have to do is what I said on State of the Union. No. And if you stand up and say no, you'll see that your neighbor will come and say no with you. And then the next neighbor will come and say, and once there's four or five of you, there's a hundred. Then there's a thousand and that's how it fucking works. But we are not, it's not happening because the, the these people are being fooled by the, this is why when these revolutions happen in other countries, the first place they go and blow up and destroy and hang are the fucking media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is why, because once they figure out that they are, the people are the majority, it's just like those memes you see where the politician standing out on the diving board and there's a hundred people on the other end and he's over the cliff and the one guy walks off. Right. And then the net, and then shows him, you know, he's obviously going to go over the cliff. That's the situation right now. And this is why you are seeing them push so hard for this vaccine, because what they're trying to do is to get one people to take this shit for whatever reason we haven't figured out yet, but I don't think it's good. Okay. Two, They're trying to create a division based upon that. So you're seeing all this pressure in hopes 
that they'll get enough people vaccinated and they're hoping that that enough people vaccinated will give them the political majority to fucking rule and go along with everything they want. So if you're not understanding what's happening, basically right now, they're bluffing the fuck out of you. They're bluffing. They can't do it if you fucking say no. No, But that's why they are so quick to try and shut down anybody that's showing courage, right? Yes. I, Ian Smith. Um, or like when I made my video. They don't want that ideology no, to spread. No, they don't want that ideology to spread. It's the same reason why they're not showing the and hundreds by the way, of protests. That ideology is reasonable ideology. <laughs> it is not freedom. extreme right. No. It is not far right. It is not racist. It is not any of this shit that they've tried to say it was. All it is is pro-freedom. Yeah. Then like, so when I got fired and I never got a fucking clear answer, but I've been told by various sources that it did come from the governor's office. I can't say if that's fact or not, but I was told by the chief of police is like, we were told that we have to let you go. What the fuck does that mean? We were told, right? And it's everybody that stands up for what is right. They try and fucking shut them out. Same with my buddy, Mitch Aguiar, right? Yeah. Oh, delete he, his whole fucking- Delete, yeah. Get rid of that guy because he stands for freedom. Ian Smith, he stands for freedom. Let's fucking put him, let's let's try and put him in a fucking cage. Yeah. And like, but it goes back no, to what you're- and then, and then, look, dude, I know him. Yeah. I know him really well. That is a good man, okay? he Yes, he made a mistake when he was younger. He got in a drunk driving incident we all, and someone died. And he went to prison for six years. And it's one of the darkest things in his whole entire life, okay? And when this happened, they people came out, they labeled him as a racist, as a fucking murderer, as this or that. This is a dude who has been on the path trying to do the right thing and live a good life. And he did his fucking time. Dude, no shit. And all the people who are fucking saying that shit, um, they, don't, they don't, you know... It, well, I mean, that's a whole other podcast, but it's like yeah, the, judi sure, the judicial system. If we say, hey, we found you guilty and this is your punishment and then you served your punishment. Okay, dude, let's move, I feel the same let's move way. on now. Right. I feel the same way. I And, and bro, I have I've been a I've been a victim of violent crime. The motherfucker that, that stabbed me. I hope he has an amazing life, dude. I could have died. I hope he kills it. I hope he, not, not literally. But <laughs> I hope he's doing well. I hope he's doing great. And so. My point in that is that, dude, I I've, I know what I'm talking about when I say, hey, man, when people pay their fucking price, he, this man went to jail, he paid his price. People are like, oh, don't you hate him? No, I don't fucking hate him. I want him to go out and become a great citizen of this fucking country. Your forgiveness is a yeah, powerful fucking but thing. But, bro, man. that's what these people, they, yeah, there's a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah. The point is, but, no, but is I this is a regular American blue collar dude who works his ass off, who's trying to stand up. For your rights, yeah, and being painted as a racist because he has a long beard. You know what? If I hear someone's a racist now, then yeah. I start to think they're probably a, a solid motherfucker, bro. That's like it's a fucking that's go-to fucking verbiage, bro. Just DJ like, gets called a fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's in it's insanity. But no, I wanted to talk about like you talked about how the day mask mandates are lifted, 98 percent of people don't have a mask on. Correct, and, and I remember. But dude, All that, these fucking stores that want you to have a mask on. Oh, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to put a mask on. You can't be in here without a mask. And then the day that the governor good. says you don't need a mask, none of them care anymore, right? Fucking cowards, right? Those business owners, those are, are the people cowards, that are dude. causing this. This and is so, what I've tried to say bro, for two years, dude. The, those, you guys who are complying yes. with little bitty things like being like not standing up for yourself when you get a fucking coffee 
You are the people causing this right now. And I know I'm the fucking crazy one. People tell me that all the time. But I need to share this because this is fucking reality. I, as a small business owner, once I realized COVID was bullshit, I opened up. My gym has 350 members. We were fucking training full time, full schedule, no social distancing. You can't fucking do CrossFit and jujitsu with mask on and social distancing. Although the fucking school is making my daughter do fucking Bro, I read PE a, with a mask. On. I read Fuck a story you. about a fucking person drowning because they were swimming with a fucking <laughs> mask on, bro. Hey, that's fucking, that's natural, natural selection. selection. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but no, so, so check this out. I fucking, but that doesn't show you how fuck like. No, I know, right? Yeah. I have a whole theory on that too. We yeah. can go in next. <laughs> yeah. But I put it out there. Like my wife was like, dude, you don't have to be so overt about this stuff. And, and I kind of, I mean, she's the voice of reason in our household. And I was kind of like, well, She's like, just do the gym and do you, but don't fucking be so like inflammatory. And then I got to a point and I was like, I have to be because this is my fucking property. I built the gym from the fucking ground up. I broke dirt just like you guys fucking did. Although my facility is only 3000 square feet. That's still <laughs> but, awesome. Yeah, but, but it's still the same ownership it's process. Still, yeah, right? It's the same ownership. And so then we started getting letters from labor and industry. You have to shut down. We had reports here open. Who the fuck are you? To tell me I can't teach jujitsu. I fought, I went on 14 fucking combat deployments for this country and I can't teach jujitsu on my own property in my own building. Fuck you. And then we started, we got some phone calls and we got some emails. And so again, I'm the crazy one. I started bringing my fucking rifle, and my body armor to practice. And I told Jenny, I said, I fucking came to terms that I would die for my beliefs when I was fucking 23 years old in the fucking sandbox on the other side of the planet. And I can't, I found peace with that. And men have been dying for their beliefs since the beginning of fucking time. We're no different, right? So when someone says that they're going to shut my business down, all right, well, then we're going to fight to the fucking death. And I would literally, and it, it, I mean, that might, I'm not saying this to sound cool or sound like a tough guy. No, the you're truth, serious. The truth was yeah. I was stressed, bro. There was days I was fuck. I would hug my wife and cry before I'd go teach jujitsu because I was like, I got a bad feeling about today. Yeah. And then the other side of this is all of my fucking students, they're there for a conglomerate of different reasons, but they need health and fitness for their own personal demons and their own personal reasons and their own personal growth. You can't take that Not away to from people. Their health, their health. So they don't get sick. Right. Well, and what, you what, guys are going to be shocked to hear this, but out of 350 members, no one's got sick. I'm not shocked at it at all. <laughs> you know, I mean, some people have got COVID, but not one person out of our entire fucking gym and on our extended families and their wives and their kids. No one. You know what I mean? But dial, so, dial it back a little bit, even going back into the, you know, opening your gym. So is now is your family non-essential? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Right? You, no. You're, you're feeding your children's non-essential? And, and, and it's somebody else's job to tell you that you can or can't? And so we have people in our society that are telling us how to run our businesses, though they've never ran a business. What business can operate on no, making no income for six months? The government. Yeah, or, the government. Or, or 50% or 25%. they just charge more. But you got all these people that were never police officers, were never soldiers, were never small business owners, dictating how we conduct ourselves as soldiers, as police officers, and as small business owners. And no one sees a fucking problem with that. It's asinine. We've allowed, and I don't know how we've allowed this to happen, but we have somehow allowed the weakest members of our society to dictate to the strongest members of our society. And it's fucking like, 
it's like the movie Idiocracy. Yeah, the tail wags a dog. It's, it's fucking insanity that we've allowed it to get where it's got, but it's time to dial it back in. But go, go back because, I mean, I think it, your story is imperative to well, talk about on. courage. The reason that, and, and when you say dial it back in, guys, he's not saying, we're not calling people to arms or saying, go fucking shoot people. No. All you got to do is say no. All you got to do is say no. Say no. And we can avoid the reason we're bringing up these terrible scenarios that, like, dude, they don't sound good. Like, they sound terrible. And check this out. But well, hold on. The reason we're sharing this with you guys is because we want you to understand that this is not like a game. And this is not a joke. And this is the way these countries go when these things happen to them. It's not harmonious. It's not a utopia. It's a fucking shit show that's very dangerous and very violent. And, the, and it could still be very avoided if all of us would just wake up and say, no, dude, this is not that here. And that's a peaceful, real solution that I feel like we have an obligation to do as citizens of this country to keep it from becoming a shit show. That's just my two cents. Our opposition does not want physical violence. No, they we, don't, don't, we don't either. But I'm saying is if they know that that's on the table. Yeah. And, and I was told this again, and I don't know if the, I can't corroborate this, but I was told from a very high ranking sheriff that like, hey, when you were defying all the orders, there was some chatter and it was decided that it's they're better off not fucking enforcing anything at your facility. And why is that? Hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. because when people are willing to stand up for them, it's the fucking bully analogy at yes, school. 100%. The bully doesn't pick on the person that's willing to stand up for themselves. And it doesn't matter if the bully can beat that person up or not. They don't, the bully doesn't want to have to actually fight someone every day. He wants to bully someone. And so if you stand up and you show courage and you show that you're not intimidated by these motherfuckers, they're going to go hands off. That's right. And what they're doing right now is puffing their chest exactly. to scare you. They are, they are, they are puffed up to max degree right now. Yep. We, we got to just remind ourselves that these, these people that are trying to make these rules, either these are the same people that were picked last for fucking kickball in fucking middle school. <laughs> like these are the same people. Like these are the same people that we laughed that we would laugh at in fucking middle Bro, school. Bro, have you really looked at these? No, that's I'm, what I'm saying. No, 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 Look at real. them. Well, no, I actually want to. I actually want to bring a point up that that again, you and I talked about in the car last night. The people that are dictating this stuff. When the insurrection happened. You had a bunch of people just walking in. Nobody was beating people. They, Nobody was, they open the door. Okay. So did we. From did, the inside. Did you see how members of Congress conducted themselves? Hiding under chairs. <laughs> there was men cowering underneath women. Right. Well, I think that was a lot of theater. I think well, they knew what was happening. Yeah, maybe it was. But I, but, I think that's but, how a real. I think. Yeah, that, but my point is, is it's like you don't have a fucking ounce of courage in you. I mean, if someone stormed first form, if, if there was 40 people that came into this You're fucking building, guess what? <laughs> it's at least going to be a fight. It's fucking on. Yeah. Yeah. And if I lose, I lose. Yeah. So fucking what, dude? Yeah. You guys are my homies and we're going to go out there and we're going to handle business. No, they fuck. The second something wasn't going perfectly for them, they just fucking rolled over. over and, and I hid in the bathroom and I heard them coming through the door. And it's Shut like, up. those are the you people blocks that are telling men like us. <laughs> how to fucking conduct ourselves, how to fucking raise our children, how to run our businesses, how to fucking They're be police officers. police officers to that, do this too. Yeah. It's not like, this is not exclusive of these police. They are dictating to them just like they are the citizens. Yep. 
Well, they're using them as pawns is the truth because well, they won't enforce them. But it's, you know, I mean, and that's the point. I, I think, think it's going to come down to the police. dude. It will come down to the police. Yeah. No, you're I, absolutely right. Yeah. Because if and they, they got to have a, a real talk with themselves about what they really stand for, bro. And I know that sucks and it's hard. And I never imagined, I never fucking imagined that we'd be sitting here right now talking about this in my lifetime. I really didn't. You never imagined it. Think about me, bro. Yeah. Like, no, but that's the truth. It's like, I want cops to know, like being a fucking police officer is not the end all be all of your fucking existence. It's a fucking mediocre job that pays the bills. Now, do cops do really important and fucking honorable things? Yes. And do they fucking homicide detectives and guys working the beat and stuff? All that stuff is necessary. It's respected and it's needed, right? But if you need to walk away from it, because of your own moral obligation, there's a whole fucking world out there. And I can tell you, I'm making three times as much money right now as I did as a police officer teaching jujitsu and podcasting with fucking guys like you guys. Like there are other ways to or, feed your fucking family and figure it out and make it work. And yeah, a but lot they wouldn't even people, have to find other ways. That, here's the kicker to that. If you all stick together and good. say no, yeah. then you won't even have to go but, find But the other truth shit. is- it will take some ones and twosies and they're going to hammer them. And if the fucking profession doesn't back them as a whole, you might have to go out on your fucking shield. And you'll but be guess okay. what? You're you'll get, be okay. Yeah. Ford Bush it's, might it's hire also, you. It's, it's also incumbent on, it's, it's also incumbent on the citizens like us for when a, when a police officer does stand up and do what's right. Let's say they lose a job yeah. and they have kids. It's to incumbent on, them. it's incumbent on the rest of the community to go, Hey, come on over here. I'll hire you. Or, Hey, We'll bring your we'll bring I, your kids some food. And or I we'll, can tell we'll help, you, you know, that, and that and that goes back to what Andy was saying about how eighty five percent of us are on the same team already, and we don't even know it. When I got fired, that's exactly what happened. We had ten thousand emails. They're like, "Hey, I own a woodworking shop in Austin, Texas. I'll cover your move." If and he goes, "I know you probably don't want to move, but if it comes down to feeding your children, you have a job in my woodworking shop." Shit like that from everyone. And then the GoFundMe got fucking big too. Like. People want to support people that are on the, the right side of things. Dude, there's so much. There, dude, there's just a lack of a, a fucking leader right now. Yeah. No, That's there it. is. Dude, all my main DMs, and like I'm telling you guys this for assurance, are not hate and fucking fuck you. It's bro, I agree with you. What do I do? How I get, do I do this? And I that, get that that's a lot what I'm too, man. Yeah, bro. And that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. If you don't want it to get nasty, then you have to stand up to the lady at Starbucks and the fuck you have got to show up to school meetings. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Right. You have to stick together at work and it won't get nasty. But if you don't do that, it's going to get nasty. But point of clarification, I would encourage everybody who is confrontational to conduct themselves like in a firm but gentle manner because if you go crazy and then somebody catches no, that. No, no, on- Look, dude, this is not about yelling and screaming, bro. I'm just passionate about this because I'm a little bit angry. No, 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 I get it. I I feel disrespected. I've told this, I've said this same message literally a hundred times in the last year and a half. And I see very little resistance. And now all of a sudden, all of these people that follow me are now all of a sudden DMing me. Holy shit. My job's going to fire me if I don't do it. What motherfucker, if you would have said no, when I told you to say no, when I told you what was going on, when I laid it all out over and over and over and over again, if you would have said fucking no, you wouldn't be in this position. So I'm a little bit fucking bitter over it. No, your passion is totally justified. I'm talking about when somebody decides that they're going to say no, do your best to just be firm, 
you know, keep your cool because the other side wants you to blow up. Yeah. The other well, side wants you to conduct yourself you can make like, it simple, like, like a maniac so they can catch it on tape hey, and make sir, us all can you look put like a mask idiots. on and I just be like, no, thank no. you. Right, exactly. That's what I mean. And just like away. civil disobedience. And, I'll, t- and I'll, I'll tell you what, because I like fighting and I like violence. That's just who I am, right? <laughs> I mean, that's been my whole fucking life, right? So I'm Actually, not going to I'm not going to yeah. pretend that I don't. I was just fucking itching for that person to be like, hey, motherfucker, put your mask oh, on. Yeah. Hey, bro, that's <laughs> never why, happened. That's why I didn't go out in public for the entire year. <laughs> bro. No, I'm being dead yeah. serious. He knows because mm-hmm. DJ runs my security detail. I wouldn't go in public because I was afraid that if someone talked to me like that, they're going to get fucked yes, up. Yes, I would hurt them and then I would be on the hook for some sort of legal shit. Yeah. So I stayed home. Literally because of what the fuck you just said. But but what did we see yet again is that all the people out there that want to fall in line with the narrative and then be the little foot soldiers for the narrative and tell everybody, hey, put your mask on, do this, do that. They don't approach men like us. Well, have you ever seen have you have you ever seen a strong man act like that? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying, bro. No, I'm not like, I'm, out of all the shit I've seen, even the clips on the internet, I've never seen a strong, what I would consider a strong man. I'm not talking muscles. I'm no. talking just a man. Yeah, I've never seen a, a a person that I would say that's a that's a man say, you know, dude. I've never seen it. I've never even seen a clip of it. Well, I think it goes for. So any- what's that say? What's that say about today? We're empowering the weakest members. That's right. That means the men now aren't doing their motherfucking jobs. Yeah, that's what the fuck it means, bro. I got. Uh, I love telling this story one of my purple belts and he's just a savage. He's a metal worker. So just that, that raw strength. He doesn't, Man, them dudes are strong. Yeah. Metal workers are free. They were dude. like, dude, you know, like you go to shake their hand yeah, and, and it's like, like, ah, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they he, don't have to be big either. They could be like 165, bro. And it's just like, <laughs> he has a fucking can of clam chowder at the grocery store. <laughs> it's like Popeye. And he's fucking walking out and he walks up to the cashier and she goes, you got to put a mask on. He goes, I don't have a mask. And she goes, well, I can't sell it to you then. And he goes, well, in the amount of time that we've been talking, I could have handed you the money and the transaction could be over. I literally don't have a mask, but I want to purchase this can of clam chowder. This is what I'm going to eat for dinner. And she goes, sir, I cannot sell you that that can of clam chowder unless you put a mask on. And he goes, okay, well, this is where it's going then. Because I already told you I'm fucking having this for dinner, right? Will you accept my money? I'm trying to pay you or... Am I just going to walk out and steal this? And she goes, this is my boss's rules. And he goes, does your boss want me to pay for it? Or does your boss want me to steal it? (laughs) And she she goes, I can't, I can't sell it to you. He goes, fine. Fuck you. And and walked out with it. Right. What the fuck is going on around here? Listen, Listen, people are losing their fucking minds. Apparently that's okay now. Yeah. We can just do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, I mean, have we not seen all the clips all over of people just going into, I mean, fucking Walgreens left San Francisco. Like they're closing all the stores because, oh, dude, yeah, yeah. because motherfuckers are going in and just taking shit and the cops can't do anything about it because if they arrest the motherfucker, the court literally that day will release them release back. Them. Every bro. I, I mean, fuck bro. I was a cop in Seattle. I used to see it firsthand. But that's what makes me wonder is like, is shit more nefarious? Is there a bigger agenda than what we see? Because Washington State, July 25th, Bro, 100%. July 25th, just passed new legislation. The police officers cannot arrest people or they cannot detain people unless you have probable cause that they committed a crime. 
Now, if you guys aren't cops, that probably doesn't make much sense. But basically, an investigatory detention where you stop someone and say, hey, we just got a call that a dude robbed a bank wearing fucking blue pants and a red shirt. You're running from the bank with blue pants and a red shirt. I need to talk to you for a second. You, you didn't commit the crime. You're not guilty. We don't know all the facts yet, but I have to see if you are the guy we're looking for, right? You can't do that anymore in Washington. You can't stop people fleeing a crime anymore. So a fucking guy got murdered last week in a Coles parking lot and was running off and the cops showed up and they said, hey, we had to let him go. And so it's like, what the fuck? Wait, what? Yeah, they had to let him go because you cannot. See, dude, this is the shit that the average person doesn't even know is happening. No, it doesn't even know it's happening. You cannot do what's and it's called- not just happening there. It's happening literally here in St. Louis. It's happening fucking all over. In the, in the world of policing, it's called a Terry stop or an investigative detention where- Hey, listen, I know I don't I'm not saying you're guilty, but for these reasons, I think you might be. And I need to talk to you for a second. They've taken that off the table. You can't do that anymore. You can only arrest people if you know that they're the person that committed the crime. That's a pretty high fucking standard, right? That doesn't exist. And if you get it wrong, what happens? Yeah, you're fucked then. Yeah. Now you're liable. So that's insane. Every every aspect of our society is is going. So what down this. Th- so with th- what incentive does a police officer have to actually arrest someone then? They don't. I've had buddies say like, well, now that I can't arrest people anymore, I guess I'll just park my patrol car in front of your gym my whole shift. So so I'm going to take a wild guess, but was this whole thing authored in the first place because it was ostensibly keeping people from racial profiling? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Of course. That, that kind of shit. And then like just all the all the the blowback from all the George Floyd and the BLM stuff. They're trying to appease these people. And it's like. These people don't have anybody's best interest in mind. Yeah, they don't have my best interest even, in mind. It's it's not they don't listen, they don't even have the support they claim to have. Like, dude, most of the black community ain't with that shit. That's what people gotta understand. They're starting to see what's going on and they're like, dude, fuck that shit. I'm not oh, with you mean when they started buying fucking seven million dollar mansions yeah, in white yeah. neighborhoods? That's exactly what I mean. <laughs> Or they start saying defund the police, but I get private security and fuck your family. Yeah. Dude, listen. Y'all might think that people don't know or that people aren't smart, but everybody understands that. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody understands that you're safe and I'm not. Well, in defunding the police in the fucking ghettos, in the in deadly. the roughest neighborhoods. It's deadly. That's going to... No, it's, people already, that it's are, already proven fact. Yeah. And, and what they don't understand fact. is like, people that live in nice neighborhoods, it's not going to impact them as oh, nearly no. as much, you know? But so why, why are the people that are in the, like the lowest socioeconomic category trying to be fed this narrative that like, no, 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 the police well, are they're, bad. They're, Get rid of the police. They're purposefully, well, first of all, they're thought of as uneducated dummies mm-hmm. by, by these people that cater to them. And that's what I'm saying. They're not fooling the, the they're not fooling those people anymore. Those people are waking up. They're starting to realize that this Democrat shit that's been pushed down their throat has actually been just a way of being taken advantage of. They, Garnishing they're, votes. They're, they're understanding that when these people come and promise solutions and then do things like defund the police, the reason they defund the police is so they create more crime so they can come back to you yep. and say this. We'll say hey, you. we're working on it. Yeah. Dude, reelect me. We're working on it. We're working. Well, guess what? We're working on it. It ain't going to bring your fucking kid back. It ain't going to bring your wife back. It ain't going to bring your husband or your brother or your fucking grandkid back. Bro, I was a I was a law enforcement officer in 
Los Angeles. I used to work in Compton and all the, these fucking hood of hoods, right? Yeah. And some of these guys, I had some of the best conversations of my life. In yeah. Dudes that I arrested in Compton or South Central and taking them to jail, right? And some of these fucking guys are literally fourth generation in the same projects. They're great grandfather was slinging dope and pimping hoes out of these fucking projects in Compton. You, what are we fucking doing to help these people? You know what I'm saying? No, like, we're ra- these people are raising money, then creating more problems. That's by, exactly look, right. Dude, let's, like, why let's don't you go build a, tr- why don't you go build a trade for school the people that don't understand this shit? Uh, let's burn the neighborhood down in the name of this person who was killed. Donate, donate, donate. All the corporations donate. Oh, look how good they are. Black Square. They're great people. The people that run the organization filter the money out into their own pockets. They do literally nothing to help the actual problem. And in fact, not only do they not do nothing, they actually create more of the issue by removing the police. That's going to create more crime so they can come back and get more fucking money the next time somebody gets killed and it's publicized the right way, which is really just up to their discretion. Because the George Floyd thing and people getting uh, killed and th- those things happen more often than they're publicized. Okay, we we go through these periods where the media hyper fucking sensationalizes these one or two instances. Yeah, and that's why everybody thinks it's so high when they when people go out on the street in some of these cities and say, "Hey, uh, you know how many people were killed by the police? Uh, how many black people?" I do. They're answering like thousands. thousands. <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking sixteen. Well, like you look in the state of California, if you see how many black men were killed in the state of California over 2019, and they say thousands, four. But here's the problem, DJ. And that's then, armed. Yeah, but then what they do is they go change. They, dude, we're, this shit is fucking crazy. Because then what they do is they go back and then they try to fucking manipulate the data to make it seem like that's that's biased yeah, data. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, here's the funny part about that, because I actually had this argument with somebody. Like, oh, no, no, police brutality is happening. I'm like, okay. It, it does happen. Well, I say, I'm saying, well, here are the statistics. Well, statistics can be manipulated. I'm like, but these COVID death numbers are real? You know what I'm saying? Well, like, and that's what I was getting at at the vaccine rate. <laughs> so like, the, 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 what they're doing right now with this vaccine, bro, they are making it seem like Biden said today 350 million people were vaccinated. So the whole country? <laughs> so basically everybody. No, right. that's 150%. But, but my point is, yes, it, but my point is, yeah, just like the fucking votes. So my point is, it's a truth, right? So if they did that with the votes and they did that with the with the fake cases, uh, do you not think they're trying to lie to you about the amount of your neighbors and your community that's actually taking this shit so that you'll get it too? Yeah. That's what the fuck is going on, bro. Well, I actually just pulled the numbers up for uh, St. Louis City. Uh, vaccination rate. They're saying that 50% of St. Louis city is vaccinated. No, there's no way. And I'll tell you why there's no way. Here's why. Uh, Australia, this is how I figured this out. Do you know what Australia's vaccination rate is? Like 17. 17%. Okay. Do you know who is the most culturally similar to the United States? Australia. Australia. That means they share. Without guns. That's right. They were too dumb and they gave away their guns. Right. And they're realizing why that was dumb right now. Don't. (laughs) I'm being serious. Pro tip. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. As I laid out on the previous podcast, there's an agenda behind that. Fucking letting criminals out on the fucking streets, taking cops off the streets, then saying there's gun problem. Fuckers. So anyway, um, there's no way that Australia has a 17% rate 
And we have a 50% right here when they've lied about all these other data points. So we have to take that into consideration. And a lot, and what they're trying to do right now is make people feel like they're alone. If you don't get this shit, you won't be able to participate in society. Fuck company, society. Dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and, and, and companies like this pub that we mentioned, they are fucking buying the narrative hook, line, and sinker. And you motherfuckers are going to be on the outside when this is all over. I and you know what? You. If you're one of those pubs or one of those restaurants or gyms that's enforcing this shit. Everybody's going to remember where you stood. Fuck you forever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't get to come back and be like, oh, well, yeah. uh, no, we fuck made a you. We were just yeah. following the sign. Right. No, we that's a big fucking mistake. That's anti-America fucking seriously, seriously Nazi shit. Yeah. You and cannot I mean, come in here without your fucking papers. I mean, I don't know how far down the rabbit hole we want to go, but with all of this shit that we're talking about and the gun confiscation that they want to push, what is their focus? They're always talking about AR-15s, AR-15s, rifles. We got to get rid of rifles. Rifles. You don't are need deer. Right? You don't yeah. need that for to hunt deer. Yeah. Just use a shotgun. You're right, motherfucker. I don't use my AR to hunt deer. Um, <laughs> but dude, 2%, under 2% of homicides in the United States are, are done with assault rifles. Are mm-hmm. done with rifles yeah. of any kind, any caliber. Yeah. 45% of fucking deaths, and, and this is on the FBI.gov statistics. You can go find it. 45% is pistol, which is gang related. So if you guys care about fucking black lives, what are you doing about that? Nothing. They want to come after guys like us and they want to take our fucking nice Wilsons away from us. Not happening, bro. That's actually a really nice gun. There's no chance. <laughs> like I'd be willing to donate uh, actually zero of my guns. Yeah, right, right, right. But yeah. that one. And if they if they implement a buyback, yeah, it's they're not going to be able to pay for what that's worth. No, <laughs> yeah, uh, no. And we'll it's give not two hundred dollars for every. They could give you a million yeah. dollars. They ain't worth. It. And plus, you didn't sell it to me, so you can't fucking buy it back from me. Yeah, you know, dude. Those, so 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 Australia, they're similar minded as us. Okay. They're at 17%. That's why people are freaking the fuck out over all this shit. They don't want to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. They made a mistake and gave up their, their leverage on their government. That's a mistake. Huge mistake. And the problem is now they're trying to tell Americans that it's 50%. Okay. They're also trying to tell people that Joe Biden's approval rating is 50%. All right. Yeah. Okay. I read that the other day. They're showing... They're not showing the Trump rallies, which he just had been doing, having 80, uh, 90,000 people there. Yeah. That motherfucker's getting 100 people, and it's not fucking from COVID. And, bro, so so they blame the COVID as why we're not, like, so that they can mask how little people actually support him. This is why Donald Trump, and this is not a pro-Trump thing. I'm just using this as an example. This is why Trump did all those rallies, and he's doing them again now. Because what he's trying to show you guys is that you're not alone and you're not the fucking minority. Mm-hmm. They cannot do that. And he's trying to show you. That's the reason he's doing these rallies. You guys aren't getting the message. He's telling you without telling you, hey, motherfuckers, we're the majority. Well, and do you remember during the Democratic primary when they had seven people on stage or whatever it was? Yeah. Every person up there, regardless if you like their politics or not, right? Put that aside for a second. They could look you in the eye and articulate a thought and, and share their beliefs. Right. There was people up there like Tulsi Gabbard, like yeah, and so bro, she's amazing. She's fucking rad. Yeah. Right? So like that's and I'm so, I'm on the right. Just, me too. I I have I don't think that I've ever actually voted Democrat, 
but I vote for her. And so when you see that and you realize, okay, there's actually some good, intelligent, articulate people up there and they force fed us Biden. See, they make her a moderate now. Yeah. There's, so, there's something, there's more going on yes. than we fucking see. There is, bro. You know? Like if you... <laughs> You seen, seen the Biden? same panel where she, where Kamala called Joe a racist? <laughs> yeah, yo, exactly, right? <laughs> you know yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Bro, I read this morning, no bullshit, that there, and I don't know if this was fucking sarcasm or fucking satire or what, but she's taking lessons on being likable from Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Oh, dude, that has to be a joke. I, hey, me, no, I believe meme. it to be true because what they're thinking and that, bro, that works out. Listen, guys, these people are fucking dumb. What they're thinking in their head is, well, Hillary almost became president, so she must have some appeal. So we're going to try to get her with her. And yeah, like, that's gotta, how they fucking think. I got a Hillary Clinton story for you because this is a good people need to hear how these elitists of the elite who who they think that they are because I did uh, contracted security for State Department for a while after I got out of the military and we were talking about like executive protection yesterday and I know guys that worked her detail and if you say good morning to her she says my detail does not fucking talk to me no fucking way can you fucking believe that and I've heard that from multiple sources I even knew a guy that was her cook for a while and she talked to him like that. And it's like, you never talk to people that make your food like that, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you shouldn't talk to people that fucking protect your life either. Like, no, of course not. Right? Obviously, you don't know your history. Go back and fucking read it. And like, the people and, that kill you are your fucking security and your people closest to you. Mm -hmm. Yep. And fucking like, that's why I take care of my, my buddy over there. <laughs> your, your boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like that these people literally think. They're modern day royalty. Yeah. Hey, Hillary Clinton, your security details being funded by taxpayers' dollars. Yeah. You should be grateful for that. Yeah. Nope. Fuck you. Don't talk to me. You know. That's the people we're dealing with. Yeah, but then they go out on stage and 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 fucking put on this the show. Smiles and yeah. Bro, everybody knows it's fake, dude. Like Man, you guys all thinking there. You're all thinking like, fuck. Can everybody see this? Yes, everybody sees it. You guys have to just grow a backbone. Uh -huh. yeah. I got a question. Uh, it has to do with the relationship between police officers and the community. So one time, many years ago, I, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, uh, <laughs> I drank a little too much and I was driving home and a police officer pulled me over and I was like, dang, I'm screwed. But I knew him and he was like, Vaughn, what are you doing? You know? And I was, I, I didn't have a lot in me, just enough that I could probably, could probably, you know, question. Should have got hemmed up on it maybe. So, he escorted me home, made sure I got home, did not give me a, a ticket. Well, then that led into a really interesting conversation the, the week later. He said, really, in a perfect world, police officers are very, very, like they know the people in the community. They know people who just kind of made a stupid decision. They know the people who are consistently doing bad things, that kind of thing. And he told me that one of the reasons that they have problems with like, I don't know, police abuse of power or something like that is that there are politicians who intentionally, like in major state or in major metropolitan areas, if a police officer, let's say, is from one particular area of L.A., they'll actually make sure that he he works in an area where he doesn't know everybody. So there's not a relationship built with uh -huh. the community. Do you know much about that? No, I, that starts to I would guess that that's not factually accurate okay. because you get to dictate where you work. I mean, you put you in with the departments that you work for. There are huge departments like Los Angeles or New York where you might get put at the needs of the agency, right? But like my department, I worked 
uh, I think it was 47 miles away from my house, but that was my choice, right? Okay. But I'll tell you why a lot of cops don't like to work in the city they live in, because you arrest a guy for domestic abuse, and then you're at Red Robin getting a hamburger with your daughter, and that guy's sitting behind you. Oh, yeah. And that's a problem, right? And so I know a lot of cops don't like to work where they live for that reason, but there's a dichotomy to everything, right? Because having like a relationship with your community, that's important too, you know? But I think rather than having like a personal relationship, like, oh, hey, I, I know you personally, like by first name, I think what's more important is police officers just need to conduct themselves in a manner that's we're treating the public with a, a high amount of respect until you've given me a reason to not treat you with respect. And I mean, we were just talking about this earlier in regards to jujitsu is like, I was always very careful when I approached vehicles or when I stopped people and I would introduce myself by my first name, like, Hey, my name's Greg. I work for Port of Seattle police department. And then we would have a conversation and if they wanted to get crazy, fuck yeah, that's a good time. But I don't like a cop shouldn't be the one that sets that tone. That's negative. That's aggressive. Because once and they you, all do that, bro. They yeah. come up and they try to fucking flex on you. And License, this, registration, and proof I, of insurance. I am Officer Smith. Yeah. It's like, hey, motherfucker, listen. Uh, we're just men. Yes. And there's a good and chance bro, that, I could beat the fuck out of you. You know what that comes from? <laughs> so let's like be cool. It comes <laughs> from <laughs> compensation of insecurity. That's right, dude. Dude, all you have to do is look people in the eye and be genuine, and they will respond, usually genuine. If they give you a hard time, see, the police has a little bit of an obstacle to overcome because they've created this fucking stereotype. Well, and I also think they've, I don't think the majority of them have created that stereotype. No, but they haven't weeded out the but they fucking haven't weeded ones out that have the to do, tards. and now they're all getting fucked for it. But be, as our society starts to get weaker and weaker, the hiring requirements for police officers, like they don't want free thinkers anymore. They don't want wild motherfuckers anymore. Like even when I got hired from my last apartment, they're like, how many fist fights did you get in growing up? And I'm like, one. <laughs> you want to tell us about it? Oh, uh, yeah. Some guy like if I would have said 45. Yeah. You're oh, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. we probably got to get this guy out of here. Yeah. But uh, I mean, they force you to like, I mean, I fucking lied my ass off on my lie detector test to get hired because I have been in a lot of fights. I fucking smoked weed when I was in high school and I've done a bunch of shit, right? Like, yeah. have you, you mean ever... you, you mean you grow up, yeah, grew exactly. up like a normal fucking kid? I'll tell you, here's another pro tip for passing lie detector tests. If you're <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it might be a skill we need to learn if everybody doesn't stand the fuck up. That's exactly what I told myself. Yeah. I sat down, they hooked all the shit to me and I was a 35 year old man with a family and like, and I said, the man that I was when I did that shit at 17, 18, 19 years old, that's not who I am anymore. So when they ask, have you ever done this? That's not who I am anymore. And it's like, but Greg in 89. Growing up, growing up, you do go through some hard times. You do do some dumb shit. You do get drunk and Bro, drive you're your car supposed home. Like, to go out and learn how to survive within the boundaries of society. Yeah. And sometimes you're going to cr- every fucking person. Listen here. There's no holier than thou people besides maybe Vaughn. No. Okay. <laughs> no, he no, just told me he, he got stopped for a DUI. One okay. Night. So there we go. Every, well, I didn't get a DUI. Yeah. <laughs> he got stopped. But, but my DUI. point is, is, is like, dude, we live in this society where everybody hides their fucking imperfections. But the people and that they have, won't admit that we are all guilty of things yeah. that are not the, the way it's supposed to be. And the goal here is to fucking get better and to yep. be better. 
And that's not what's happening. What's happening now is they, they're just saying, okay, well, since you can't be better, fuck it. Yeah. Well, I think, I think one of the points too, that you were hitting on that, I think speaks to a bigger issue, which is a question I have for you as well, Greg, is that in law enforcement, there's a lot of power. There's a lot of authority that you hold as a law enforcement officer, right? But one of the biggest, uh, in my opinion, one of the biggest pieces of authority or um, power that you have is is your um, discretion, right? And so I know in my experience, there's been countless of times where I could have got a guy for fucking a lot of shit. And yep. Guess what? You went home. And so for you, have you had similar situations? And I ask this question because, you know, when we're having all these you know vaccine mandates, these mask mandates, what happened to, to to the fucking discretion? See, discretion, I'm actually glad you brought discretion up because discretion is the most powerful tool sure. in law enforcement. In Washington state, there are only two incidences where you are not allowed to use discretion and that's domestic violence assault. I have to arrest that person. Yeah. I don't get to say, oh, well, mitigating circumstances right. or your second DUI. If it's mm. your second DUI, I have to take you in and get you mm-hmm. and, and get you off the road, right? It's a yeah. public safety concern. But there are some cops that do get off on like, dude, I can get him on this and oh, this yeah. and this and like stack charges, right? For instance, I had a guy, because the, the Seattle Tacoma International Airport is under the jurisdiction of my last agency. So when guys come through customs, it's not fucking customs that hems them up. Customs stops them, then they call the police, right? Mm. And he had some oxycodone and uh, I walked down there with my partner and he's like, we got to make this arrest. And so just hold on a second because there's mitigating circumstances, right? right? right. He's a 78 year old man coming from Vietnam and he bought it over the counter in Vietnam. And he goes, I use it for my foot. I have gout. And I look at his foot and it's like ready to fucking fall off. Right. And I'm like, this dude isn't bringing oxycodone into the country to fucking start some drug ring and start slinging dope to right. your fucking kids. He has a fucking problem. He has a small amount. Now I have to confiscate it. I, if I could, I'd have been keep your shit, bro. I don't right. care. Right? right. But cops that get off on hemming people up. That's a problem in itself. Well, that's because cr- that's what's creating what we're seeing. I right? don't like, the I fear. never enjoyed taking enforcement actions on people. I never, other than fucking sex offenders, fuck yeah. you. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. Those, that's fun when you get to fucking <laughs> arrest one of those motherfuckers. I learned this lesson a lot in Los Angeles because it's like, again, going back to what I was saying, is all these young kids that are just caught up in the fucking gang culture. And I used to joke with my coworkers. I'm like, I like the dudes I arrest more than your fucking ass. Like I have better conversations with dudes in the back of my car than guys around the lunch table because they're real and their, their culture is based on respect. And it's like, dude, I vibe with these people. You know, I don't vibe with cops that are like, Oh dude, you can get him. He doesn't have a trash bag in his car. Yeah, you can yeah. get him on that and you can get him on this. It's like, dude, fuck dude, I, you, bro. What I, are we, what are we playing? I, I had to learn that lesson. There's a quick story. Cause I had a similar situation. When I first got on, I'm a, I'm, I'm a young gun. Like I, I want everything. Give me all the drugs. I want everything. Right. And I pulled this guy it was my first traffic stop. I pulled this guy over. He ran a stop sign. Plates were expired. No insurance. Right. And so I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm about to like, let's go. I'm getting the computer warmed up and shit. Go up to the front. <laughs> and so, you know, I talked to this guy, I come back to the car. My, my, my FTO, he's like, you know, all right. So uh, what, what we got? I'm like, I got at least four violations here. And I go back. He's like, what was in the back seat? I'm like, oh shit. Did I miss like a fucking gun back there? Like what? You know, so he's like, what was in the back seat? I'm like, I don't know. Go back up there and look. So I went up there. And fucking there baby. Two car seats in the back seat. 
So I come back and I'm like, there was nothing back there. There's like two car seats. He's like, well, if there's two car seats, what does that mean? I'm like, he's probably got two kids. He's like, all right, well, if he can't, you're about to give him about $800 worth of fucking traffic tickets. He's got two kids. He's already can't take care of that shit. You're going to put him back. And so I asked about this discretion because it is so powerful. And so why are like, I mean, where, where is it at? Because you, like you said earlier, we see these cops that, you know, they get called out to this call for this guy not wearing a mask and Hey man, it's not, no, you have the power to just say, hey, all right, have a good day. Do whatever you got to do. Dude, here's another pro tip for cops that you can do. This is legal. This it's well is, within your means. Yeah. You can say, so if someone doesn't have insurance, what's the goal to get their car insured? Right. right. Isn't that what you want? Right. And if you take 800 bucks from them or tow the car, it's going to make it that much harder. Right. So I would give a business card and I would say, Hey, if you show me proof of insurance in the next 10 days, you're good to go. Yeah. Cause you can submit violations after oh, the yeah. fact, yeah. you know what I mean? And so like, it's just putting people first instead of fucking, Oh, let's, how much money can we get for this speeding ticket? It's like, I don't give a fuck. Right. And here's the other thing. Cause it's not coming to my pockets. <laughs> you know <laughs> no, what I'm saying? It's like, going I'm not, into someone's pocket, yeah. but not yours. No, but it's like, I actually, I hate traffic because I think the whole traffic violation, the, 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 the whole system has been set up to just generate revenue. Oh yeah. Because if I'm going 70 down I five, is anybody at danger? Traffic should be in place for public safety, period. Yeah. And if someone's actions aren't actually putting the public at risk, we shouldn't be fucking doing yeah. anything to them. But I'm the crazy one. I'm not a cop anymore, so fuck it. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I, I mean, I, isn't that building rapport, though? It is. No, you know, like, I had to, like, being a part of your community. There you I go. had, I literally never wrote tickets, ever. I would stop people for different violations, and then I would s- explain to them, like, Oh, hey, this is your taillights burned out or your tags are expired or whatever it was. Right. And then be like, I'm not going to I tell them right away, too. I'm not going to write you anything for this. I'm just letting you know, because how often do you check your fucking brake lights when you're right. backing out of your garage? You know what I mean? It's you like don't. you don't. That's how dude. you find out. That's how you find <laughs> out. And so, like, take care of people, you know. Yep. Not only that, when you do those kind of things, it the you are more viewed as a servant, a service to the community, and not as a hindrance or a fucking ter- like, dude. The, the, I said this on the Black Square episode. Police have a culture problem. Okay, communities have culture problems too. America has a culture problem. Culture problem in the police is that the good guys who actually fucking do shit to serve the public and to help. The, the society runs smoothly, okay, in a fair way to keep people safe and enforce the rules in a way that is fair, which is what their job. That's why they have discretion. Those people are, they're failing. They're failing. And if the cops would weed out the shit bags, Okay, if you guys would say, hey, um, fuck that guy and fuck this guy and fuck that guy and stop obeying this fucking blue code shit that y'all have, you could start to fix this stereotype in society. If you, dude, when you, what happened when you let that guy go? Oh, we were, I mean, Berkeley's small. So, like, I'm going to see this guy some more. I'm going to see him at the fucking gas station. Right. This is my beat. We were good. That's Mr. Walker. He's a good dude. Uh, so, you actually <laughs> made a fucking friend him. out yeah. of it. Yeah. Where it could have been literally fucking this dude's whole life oh, up. Yeah. 
Did you ever have a problem with Mr. Walker ever again? Never again. I mean, he still ran a couple of stop signs, but it's not a big deal. Okay. <laughs> so, but, but so, I can tell you, inside of law enforcement, there is clicks within. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. And you got your meat eaters and your guys that are like solid motherfuckers that want to do good and, and do right with the profession. And then you got your like, your, your fucking little weasels that are just there to fucking make a paycheck and, and not provide anything. And then you got your weirdos that like get off on fucking people over and you got everything in between. Those weirdos are the ones that fuck everybody. And I always say it's the weirdo. I feel like the weirdos are the smallest percentage. But the thing is, if I pull someone over for a broken taillight and be like, Hey ma'am, I'm not going to cite you. Uh, I just wanted to let you know, blah, blah, blah. Have a nice day. And then I leave. Sure. She'll be happy about that. But she's not going to get on Instagram and be like, hey, some cops said have a nice day. Right, man. Right, you know what I mean? Like right. You don't hear about that right. stuff. But if someone treats yeah, but, you like a fucking animal, yeah. you're, that, that yeah, story goes. Yeah, but turning culture around is a very slow process. Yeah. It's got to be a long-term deal for, for the whole entire policing uh, culture. Because just like those opinions have been laid down and, and, and then inflated for a reason, you, you have to start to lay the tracks the other way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and dude, individual officers, you see this all over the internet. Guys, who, like, dude, I follow a bunch of guys like this who who are in the community, they're doing good, they're doing shit for the kids, you know, and these are not racist, antagonistic dickheads. These are people that are trying to do good. Right. And those people, you guys have an obligation to fucking raise those people up and then these weirdos that are fucking your reputation up need to be dealt with. However the fuck you guys do it inside. Like yeah. I know how it's on a sports team, nobody fucking talks to motherfuckers and then they all kick their ass and then the guy leaves. Well, I think to clarify your point though, you know, going back to the black square, it's 98.9% or 99.8% of cops are great people. Yeah, it's amazing the, It's the 0.2% yeah, see, that the, gives the bad name. But see, and that's even a data-driven reality. What I was saying earlier about the minority controlling the, the megaphone, right? There's, there's fucking, dude, listen. There's a thousand people on this planet that are making it fucked up for everybody else. Yeah. A thousand motherfuckers are making it fucked up for everybody else. I want you to really fucking think about that. And this is not just in America. This is in the fucking world. Nope. You're right, man. And uh, I mean, I think a good point to bring up is like, yeah, you're fired up and you're a fucking like big personality. But for anybody that's wondering, walking around this facility, you're creating exactly what you're talking about. You're creating culture, right? And so what you have here at First Form is you're building culture that the foundation is poured with the fucking correct morals and the correct values. And then the proof's in the pudding here. Like, yeah, but this is why this is why I always say, Greg, that entrepreneurs are going to be the culture change for America. Yeah. This no. is why I'm so passionate about what I do in Arte Syndicate, because we are we are. Listen, guys, most culture does not come from the media. It comes from the compliance of entrepreneurs. This is the reason why they're able to leverage the mandates. This is the reason why they're able to fuck because you guys all get fucking scared yeah. and you're scared of the Susie fucking, you know, do-gooder that's going to call you or make your, your life a ruckus for an hour. And instead you're giving away your fucking shit. And dude, the, instead you could be standing up for the right things and your employees will actually respect you more for that yeah. than they will. Because what's happening is they're bending over to this fucking narrative for a few people and it's going to cost them literally 
I mean, bro, I, I don't think those companies that do this, I, I think after it's all washed out, I think they'll totally be wiped out. Yeah. But where is people are going to choose to spend with companies that don't do that? Where I was going with that is like the private sector has a way of being able to create still. Right. Yeah. I feel like the government is, is just, it's been tainted to a point where I've never walked around like my agency's headquarters or, or really any government ent- entity and got like good vibes from people no. where they're smiling and they're happy to be there. They want to shake your hand, bro. Every agency I've ever worked for around the lunch table is fucking cancer. This guy said this to me and my my chief just fucked me. And, uh, I was supposed to retire next year and now I can't because I don't, I didn't put enough fucking money away. And it's like negative, 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 negative. And so like when we want these agencies to like rise above and produce better people and have more accountability, it's like the culture there, it's fucking dark in a lot of places. You know why that is? It's generations and generations of people being underpaid and underappreciated. Yeah. And this is why whenever you fuckers say defund the police, what we should actually be doing is refunding the police. Uh-huh. Um, not, 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 uh, it's what I said in the black square episode, P- bl- police officers, teachers, these important people of influence to our society should be paid much more money because you'll hire a, tr- and I'm not talking about the teachers right now. I'm talking about the people you would attract. If there was a bigger funnel at the top for someone to grow within the police force, you would attract higher quality people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing with teaching. You would hire, you would attract a higher quality uh, interested person that cared about doing a good job. These are the fundamental basic concepts of fucking capitalism yep. Yep. that we are fighting against. And then yeah. here's the other thing in the government that most people don't know about is like, if you have a non-performer or you have a person that's a shit bag, or you have a person that is that cancer in the lunchroom outside of, well, I guess either making a, uh, an Instagram video or doing something criminal, you can't fire them. You can't fire your non-performers. Like there was a deputy when I was down in LA who every single person hated and he was shunned and no one would eat lunch with them. And he was a fucking, he didn't know his job. He was just, he was one of those guys and it literally took him a decade. I just found out he got fucking fired and like, well, we got to build a paper trail and then we got a document and then we got to offer counseling and then we got to offer rehabilitation and then blah, 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 blah. And it's like, imagine if it Wait, took- but, but, but nobody could sue anybody for taking a fucking piece of medicine that is not proven <laughs> to fucking do, to, to, that it's not going to hurt you. Tw- How could you know? Listen, listen. I know <laughs> no, this but, is- I just want to no, say I, one I, thing I, real quick. Imagine if you had a guy in your warehouse that said, I don't want to fucking put shit in boxes. Yeah. And it took you a decade- to get rid of that guy. Yeah. I mean, that's reality. This guy yeah. was late every single day yeah. and would not work. Yeah. It does. It takes us a decade, like 10 seconds. Yeah. 10, 10. seconds. Hey. And you know why <laughs> yeah. that is? Because someone somewhere made a fucking sob story about motherfuckers that deserve an opportunity that can't fucking cut it. Yeah. That's the facts. And so now we allow the, the our non-performers to, we're fucking stuck with them, dude. That's bro, the government. Bro, me coming up and you coming up and our the way, the ages that we are, we were fucking taught. The performers fucking get the opportunities. Mm-hmm. We don't share gold medals. That That is not the case <laughs> with these people think anymore. They don't think that. No. And by manufacturing this fake order of hierarchy, you're going to have total chaos because nature has a hierarchy. Yes. Hierarchy is good. Like pecking order is good. Yes. 
I mean, are we running out of time? Because no, I got, no, no, I got a fucking. So I, I got just a, a guy. That's a suggestion. So that's, a, that's a mandate. I have a theory. I have a theory. <laughs> that's a mandated time. Don't pay any attention to it. Uh, no, I actually think this is really important. See, we're, we're fucking test. Like, see that? You didn't comply. You didn't comply. <laughs> see how easy that is? Yeah. Fuck you. I'm going to fucking we're tell at, my story. What is it, oh. We ain't what? We ain't leaving. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't fucking leaving. That time is actually just a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Time is relative. Yeah, but I feel like literally since the beginning of time, the human experience, the human condition was rough. Yeah, like if you didn't find fucking, if you went on hunt a hunting trip, you didn't kill a fucking deer, you starved. If you didn't cut wood enough wood to last you all summer or all winter, you fucking froze and yeah. you were cold. The fucking rival horde on the other side of the mountaintop, if your if your perimeter isn't secured properly, they're gonna come and take your women and fucking kill you. Like human beings have been living a hard existence since the beginning of time until a hundred years ago. Now we're warm and we're fed and we're happy. We don't confront danger. And because of all of the things that we needed, the adversity that we needed to face as part of the human experience is gone. We're going fucking crazy. Our brains are starting to malfunction. We're becoming depressed. We're becoming fucking anxious. All this shit. And That's the thing what is, it is when bro. you're in war, it's like some of the happiest times of your fucking life, dude. Like, I know I said like, oh, we didn't care when kids die and shit. And there's there's a dark side of it too, but it also feels right. And that's Finally. why- yeah. Jordan Peterson talks about this, bro. To this day, I fucking sit in my sauna. I try and sit in it three days a week and I don't just go get a sweat on. I try and murder myself in there. And then I sit in my ice tub and freeze myself. And then I fucking roll on the mats with savages like him and we try and strangle each other. And I call it microdosing adversity because- if you don't go through some, I mean, I'm fuck, I'm telling you the no, no. 75 hard fucking creator. You know what I mean? Like if you don't put yourself in some adversity, then you don't fucking grow as a human. And now we have a whole generation that has not been through adversity or maybe two generations. They not only do they not have, they not been through any adversity. They also stay away from any discomfort whatsoever. Yeah. And it's an embarrassment of riches is what it is. Okay. And so call it racist. Yeah. We have it so good here that no one's actually struggled. I had a viral video go viral about this. You guys might've seen it where I talked about, you know, we're, we, we are the, mo we are the most embarrassing country fucking ever. We, we sit here and we complain about how oppressed we are on our fucking thousand dollar iPhones <laughs> yeah. and our $2,000 Macs. Even our, even our homeless people are overweight and have iPhones. Motherfucker, right. dude, have you guys never- satellites. We're so sheltered from perspective of reality that we, it's literally embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing. Well, like I got a, another story that I like to share because like one of my buddies, he's a very successful real estate guy and his house is 6,000 square feet and it's a fucking beautiful mansion on the lake. And we stayed there for the weekend. And we get home to my house. My house is 2,200 square feet, normal middle-class house. And my daughter goes, I don't like our house anymore. It's too small. Our house sucks. And so I was like, that's a, a perfect example of a child that has never went through any adversity. She has everything she wants. And now her 2,200 square foot house sucks and she doesn't like it anymore. Heat, you, AC, running water. Yeah. You know, <laughs> everything. You got your fucking dogs and our fish tank. You got all your fucking shit, but it sucks. Dude, I got an idea. Every, everybody for a week a year should be required to fucking live like they live in fucking overseas. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. Bro. Me too. 
You, every, I'm, I'm comfortable. Uh, that's what I told her. I I'll said, fucking eat shit for a week and do what I got to do. But I'm saying if we all had to do that as an obligation to our country, we had to do a week of service. Okay. And it would have to be in those. We wouldn't have none of this shit. Yeah. And that's what I told her. I said, there's, there's people in Afghanistan that I lived with that their whole family lived in not a house this size, but the room that we're in right now. And it was made of mud. And they're some of the happiest fucking people that I've ever been around. So what's going on here? You know, like, uh, that's why I always geek out on that show alone. Have you ever watched that? Bro. Oh, yeah. So it's good. It's a good show. Where's, where's it at? It's all over the they world. Different locations. Yeah. No, they, I'm saying is it what's channels it on? History channel. And they send people out in the woods and you have a sat phone that you can call and say, I quit. Come get me. Last person standing is the winner. Holy shit. And they have nothing. I mean, they have, they send them out with like an ax and a thing of uh, fishing line and a tarp, like some basic necessities. Yeah. yeah. And then it's figure it out. And there's people that have lasted three, four months out there with nothing. And like, what's cooler than actually seeing, oh, that's how you build a shelter. That's how you weave a fucking fishnet. It's the psychology of figuring out how to win. And it's fucking incredible. But no, I agree, man. Like that Bro, could, how much more confidence would people have if they knew they could fucking do that? Yeah. I know that sounds like some crazy shit, but the real problem we have here is that nobody appreciates how good this fucking country is. Yeah. And like people hear that shit and they're like, well, this is this guy. He's fucking crazy. No, dude. I also happen to believe a, a lot of other things. Um, like if you will ever elect me president, motherfucker, we will have no fucking social media on our motherfucking <laughs> holidays. Yeah. We won't have, you will not have to answer texts on fucking Thanksgiving because we won't fucking have it. Well, that's what people don't but understand. Dude, is like, and those things have taken away our value system, bro. We don't value family anymore. We don't value raising people the right way with fucking ethics and morals. Say whatever you want about the Bible. The Bible teaches people a basic framework of how to live the proper way. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're not teaching that in our houses. We're not teaching that in our schools. In fact, we're teaching that that that's bad. And bro, you and we're surprised that the society has fucking become this. Well, bro, it's funny you say that because I sent all three of my kids are attending a Christian private school. Yeah. Now, but I'm not a Christian. You know what I mean? But I also believe it's just like you said. Yeah. The the public schools, morals and values that I see infiltrating my household yeah. are not in alignment with me. So we tried this one and fucking game changer. Dude. Hey man, it's game a changer. framework. Every 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 religion has a framework and it's all very similar to what the Bible says. It's, it, it's fucking do be nice to people, treat people right, respect God, you know, honor, like it's all the same shit in different fucking languages, guys. Be a good person and have the courage to do it when everybody, when it ain't cool. That's really our, the key to yeah, life. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we've lost that more. Be a fucking good person, yeah. even when it's not that fucking cool to be. And now, and, and now, instead of coming home and being taught good values, I have a 10 year old daughter coming home and saying, when I grow up, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to be straight or a lesbian. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? And I, I mean, I've that's this, happening in your Christian school. No, 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 no. Oh, that's, okay, I've good. pulled them from public school. That happened. Oh, okay, from public gotcha, school. Gotcha, gotcha. And I, so, so I had real to have, world. and yeah. I told my daughter, I've told the story on my podcast plenty of times. So I'm like, listen, when you mature to an age where you desire a partner and you desire being sexual with someone and you desire fucking intimacy and you, you go out and you choose a person to share that with, I don't care who you choose. I don't care if you choose a man or a woman. When that day comes, you be you, right? I literally don't give a shit. But let's be honest. You're fucking 10. You should be out playing with your fucking friends at the park, not concerned 
with what sexuality you're going to go towards. No, that's when you get these older. people's it's concern. Fucking bullshit, that's their dude. concern. Yeah, that's so why, their concern. We listen, dude. Why are they are, trying to teach my daughter that she should be a lesbian? Well, why? Why are we pushing? Why? Listen, I have no problem with LGBT whatever. Okay, like I'm I'm for freedom. Yeah, you should be able to do whatever you want. But what's happening now is that four or actually way less than 4% because it doesn't come from the gay population. It comes from the trans population. Okay. That's less than 1% of the actual population. I'm just being realistic. I have trans friends. I have people in my family that are trans. I'm not transphobic. I treat them the same way I fucking treat you or fucking anybody else here. Okay. But we can't, it doesn't make sense to create the curriculum that we teach our children about the exception. We just, it doesn't make sense. Well, and And, here's the thing. It It doesn't make you a good person to do so because if you do so, what you're doing is creating confusion, which is equipping them to be less uh, capable in society. Yeah. Like guys, what the fuck are we doing? And like, that is not anti anything. I'm just saying what, what would we fucking like, bro? Okay. In the middle of summer here in fucking St. Louis, it's 100 degrees every fucking day, okay? Now, there's a cold front coming in, and there's a chance that it could be 40 degrees, okay, for one day. So, are we going to fucking live our entire lives for the 40-degree day? Or are we going to fucking say that's the exception yeah. and move on to, like, wh- you get and what bro, I'm saying? And bro, mm-hmm. the exception can be strange to me. That doesn't mean That's I hate right. it. Like, bro, if you fucking text me tomorrow and you're like, bro, you know what? I'm going to cut my dick off and I'm going to become a woman. Dude. Yeah. I'd be like, bro, that's fucking, that's real weird. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Are but you that okay? doesn't mean I, you. <laughs> but guess what? I'll still be your homie. Yeah. Right. And, and like, it, it's, and you, and I don't you know fucking, what the stats say? And I don't the fucking stats, hate you. The stats actually say that I would come back to you one day and be like, fuck, dude, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. No shit. Um, no, that is a hundred percent true. But this the is majority of people that go through fucking transition st- surgery at one point in time come back and want to fucking change. So yeah. check this e- out. Everybody it's- listening to this podcast should li- should read the book "Irreversible Damage" by Abigail Schreier. I just bought it. I haven't read it yet though. Read it. But but here's the thing. It's like <clears throat> I don't have to accept it as not being strange. I just have to not be like. I shouldn't be mean or like, no, that's judgmental. correct. A judgmental. And right? that's where it started. But it's still weird to me. But that's where it started, bro. <laughs> right? Like, you know, it started with equality and acceptance and we are far but, past but bro, that point. Hey, now we've gotten to the point it, of preference and bro, join hey, us. Yes. It, it started with acceptance and now it's moved. I got to tell you the story. I'm not going to say his name, but one of my best friends is like a high, high up in the, the porn industry. Mm-hmm. Right. And they fucking book a shoot with a girl. He shows up. And they getting ready to fucking shoot the scene. He's been in the industry for 15 years. Right. And it's a trans dude. And he goes, I don't fuck. I don't shoot gay porn. You know that I only shoot straight porn. No, 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 no. It's not a guy. She identifies as a girl. What the fuck are you telling me that I have to have sex with that is what they're telling you. Yeah, that's what they're t- They're it, saying if you don't, you're homophobic and transphobic. That's what they said to him. And it's like, that's that's how far we've let this get out of I control. I mean, what is the porn industry well, come has to? Been <laughs> <laughs> fucking setting judgmental rules. Hey, how's Ron Jeremy doing, by the way? <laughs> is it good? Dude, all I'm saying is like, it's it's absurd. It's absurd shit. 
And I'm it not saying absurd. that what they do is absurd. Well, that might be my personal opinion. They shouldn't be treated wrong. They should have all the same privileges as every other American citizen, 100%. But that fucking ideology is not the right ideology to teach a fucking 10 year old. Freedom. That's and the it. thing is, though, and also, bro, did you see that no video? No man like around? us give a fuck where you put your dick. No. As long as it's not in a kid. As long as it's not in a kid. That's, That's right, right yeah. dude. There's a whole other thing. It's a whole other thing we could get into. <laughs> you're not going on you're gonna, wait, you're going to track everybody for a fucking vaccine, give everybody a code and do all this shit. Uh, but you can't fucking remove the kid porn off the fucking internet. Right. You could no delete shit, my, bro. you could delete my fucking post or, or, or take my podcast down literally fucking the instant I fucking post it, but you can't fucking go on Google and fucking take the child porn off the internet. If that doesn't give you some sort of idea of the, where we are, I don't know what will or the people that hold the power, what, what, what they're, they're about, in, what they're into, what, what they're about. Well, I'm just saying like, <laughs> dude, it's what the fuck? Well, and I mean, I, again, like, cause I worked with the U S marshals for a long time. I have a lot of buddies that still work with that agency and Trump was hammering the fucking sex traffic. Of course. That's why they hated him so bad. Yeah. He was hammering it. The U S marshals were fucking going mm-hmm. out and fucking hammering those dudes. But that is since ceased. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. <laughs> fucking for real. So how long I'll fly saying? down any fucking time you guys want, dude. Get sleep in a nice bed. Oh, that's <laughs> get a cheeseburger. Yeah. That's conspiracy. Okay. I well, know, right. Where 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 do the eight hundred thousand kids go that are go missing each year? I'm I'm just asking a question. I'm not saying who did it. I'm saying who did it. Tell me who did it. Where to go? Where do they go? What, where they just disappear? Aliens take them? What the fuck happened to them? <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think you guys understand how many fucking people, 800,000 people is. I want you to picture uh, Nebraska's football stadium or Ohio State's football stadium. And then eight of those. That's how many kids we're talking about. Where the fuck do they go? I don't know. But I think it's a relevant question. And I think that we are not addressing real issues in the society in favor of issues that are blown up into real issues. Yeah, we're making our issues. This way, it's certainly something we could we could cut in half pretty quickly. Um, look, they, man. Choose, they choose not to fuck with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we're fucking with no, this. We're, we're so we much worried about fucking plastic straws. You know? Bro, not only that, they use that to take people down, by the way. They fucking use that when they want to. You know, they go in your computer, they put shit on your computer, and then they arrest you and say you had shit on your computer. So we don't know what the fuck is actually going on. DJ, what's in your Pornhub record, bud? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, did you see that Apple now? Did you see what yeah, you saw said? What they yeah. do? Yeah, Apple is going to be releasing a new update where the software will be able to scrub your phone through your pictures and see if there's any uh, photos of like nudity and shit. Yeah, and and not only will it will it will it flag it, it will call the police. Call the police for you. That's time to go back to Android, huh? And so, so here's my well, so here's my thinking. Here's my thinking, and this is true with everything they they've done already. If they're saying that they're about to do it, it's already done. They've they've been doing it for the past well, five years. They've been doing it. They've been doing it, and they're about to get called out on it. So they fucking they have to. Announce they it. they yeah. could sell that as oh well, it's how we can monitor child sex trafficking. But what else are they going to start looking for exactly. in your phone? Well, Guns, not only that, bro. Like family gatherings. That, why, if they're going to start monitoring for that shit, why don't you start with Google? Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, for real, why don't why don't we? 
I mean, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm not saying, like, I've been telling you guys, like, I'm not some conspiracy theorist saying they're eating all the fucking kids, like all this shit that we hear all over the place. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that there's a real problem that's not being addressed. Not only is it not being addressed, um, it's being fucking covered up. Mm-hmm. Have it's you guys seen ca- Citizen Four, the Edward Snowden documentary? No. I've seen the movie Snowden. Oh, you got to watch the Citizen Four. It's like the real actual footage of him in the hotel rooms when they're conversing and documenting back and forth. Hmm. It It is it, it is as eye-opening as you could ever imagine. And to think, you know, because the Patriot Act and how the government pushed behind the, the Patriot Act around terrorism, how they yeah. moved into the, to the actual households and how they can tap any phone and it, for any reason at, at any, any time. time. They can yep. look at any hard drive. And they used to have to have a judge order, mm-hmm. and now they don't. Right. And they were they were pulling. Like, what what's the what is the matrix that has to be met? Like oh, if they, can, no, if they can tie it to There's zero. No, no. The, 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 you and get a FISA order. You do literally whatever whatever the fuck you want. And and they can operate as an independent agency. And where they got where the where the U.S. really got hung up was you know I mean you think of it from a personal right standpoint. I mean they are fucking they can violate every single fucking right that we mm-hmm. have. Secondarily, where they and this is where they got in trouble is where the hot water came in. Is they were they were pulling data from cell phones and text message records from other countries, and they were tapping into the cell services and pulling all the text chains so they can mm-hmm. basically figure out, you know, what was happening behind closed doors and negotiations and all these things, and that mm-hmm. caused a absolute firestorm of shit. And so I highly recommend watching it because I watched the you know the Snowden the series on Netflix yeah. and it's kind of you know, good. Netflix thing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. This is the motherfucker actually in the hotel room covers his head up so nobody can see him keying in his password. Mm. You know, it's like the real footage. And they go through and document it. But well, it shows you what they're capable of. This is 10 fucking years ago. Yeah. Well, and, and, and if, if you're sitting out there and you're thinking, oh, well, Saudi, I mean, that, uh, listen, I was sitting in Sal's office two days ago and, and we're sitting there and we're just talking and Sal does the Hey Siri thing. And boop, boop. Yes, Sal. You know, if you tell me your fucking phones and shit, my fucking computer just did it. You want to sit here and tell me that our fucking, this shit ain't listening to us? And then we're sitting there talking about fucking, you know, getting new kits and, and uh, you know, body armor and, and fucking getting ads. You cannot tell me that they're not fucking listening at all. They're already doing it. Well, that's why. They're already doing it. Some of the conversations that are happening around this country right now, your your phones need to be in a, a Faraday bag. And, oh. you, and you need to have your un- Alexa unplugged because. I don't know if you've. If, 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 <laughs> well, the thing about the Patriot Act, too, if you remember, I mean, there were even conservatives back then. Bro, there think were, about the, what they, you just said. Think about what you just said. Yeah. When I was in fucking, when I was in school growing up, they, this is what they would tell you. America is an awesome place. Over, over in places like China, they arrest you for speaking out against the government. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. And, and here we, fuck, are here we are having a Unbelievable, dude. I mean, they're fucking going through Bro, people soldiers' got, Facebook to see if they support Trump. Yeah, listen, what? you motherfuckers better fucking stand up. That's the end of the. That's the end of the fucking point. Yep. You policemen, you better fucking do some soul searching. You military, you better do some soul searching. You better do some conversation having, and some conversations with your superiors having. That's a fact. Because this shit, they're gonna push and push and push and push and push. And if if that's what you guys all want, then it's going to play out with the way it will. But see, I've reached a point where I'm at peace with if everybody stands up and we can turn this country around peacefully. That's great. Right. I, my, my kids get to my, grow up and the, I get to Greg, have my the business. reason I'm so urgent. And the reason you're fucking here is because I recognize that we are approaching 
a no return point yeah. very quickly. But I'm also, I've also come up to peace with scenario number two where it's like, okay, motherfuckers, it's on now. And like every empire falls, man. Yeah. And if we don't fucking, if we don't take heed to exactly what you're saying right now, it's going to turn into that. Dude, I'm real fucking, I, I'll be honest. Like it, it, I'm real concerned because I've been screaming the same shit for a year. And bro, like all of my friends. And they're saying, people are saying, well, what could I do? Yeah, what could what I do? I do? What could I do? Listen, motherfucker. If you all say no to this shit and it, pe- other people say the people, just the people that listen to this show have the power to turn this fucking thing around. Period. That's yeah. We have that many people that listen. If they all just said fucking no, and you were you got that you had the courage to st- to to go into where you know your grocery store, your gas station, or this or that, your restaurant, and make a little bit of a fuss now, you're avoiding an entirely different life livelihood for yourself, your family, and their fucking kids in the future. Yep, it's real simple. You want to you can have a little bit of an of an issue now, or you're going to have a really big issue later, and it's not going to be good for anybody. Like the guys that are prepared and everything and they want that dude they're going to lose people they're going to yeah. get killed they're going to lose their homes the people who think this shit's cool like all these antique those are going to be the first motherfuckers that are run down yeah. well, like dude here- they're running around in black suits trying to fucking scare people and you see them when they get arrested they're fucking pink hair little fucking Crying. pussies yep. and dude what that those people who are uh, the only reason they didn't get killed last year is because fucking nobody everybody was waiting to see what was going to happen yep. But at a point in time, we have to, the people of America have to stop waiting and start pushing back at least a little bit. And I'm talking, I'm not advocating fucking violence. I'm advocating standing up and saying no. Okay. And I don't know how else to say it, man. Well, and here's the other thing that people need to think about. If we don't resist and we don't fucking put a halt to all this bullshit and we do let our country continue to spiral out of control and it does spiral into fucking violence and fucking American versus American. You don't think there's other countries chomping at the bit to take advantage of that? Right. There are. That's what's happening, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? People are like, oh, what do you think's happening? Well, what I actually think is happening is that people are like, like you asked, what's the agenda? What are they doing? Well- um, China fucking owns all of our politicians. Yep. They own all of our corporations. They fucking own everything. They're paying all of these people They're all over the all fucking the world to put this shit in place. And the people, the presidents that aren't complying with their narrative, guess what? They're, They're fucking killing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the whole issue here is they are infiltrating our systems and our companies and our media with money and influence. And they're using that to destroy the ideology of the American culture. And the reason they're doing that is because if they destroy the American ideology, they have no resistance around the world. And so what's happening and what you're seeing, and this will be proven right too, eventually, if shit doesn't change immediately, what you're going to see happen is you're going to see us get into some sort of civil conflict. And these fuckers, it'll start with fucking NATO and the UN or fucking these other peacekeeping forces We'll end up in our streets. And then guess who will be in our streets next? Chinese fucking troops. Okay? And you guys, I'm way ahead of where you see this problem being. And I'm telling you, and this is why I'm so urgent. This is why I speak about this. This is why I fucking care about this. This is why I'm willing to let some people hate me to, to talk about these things. Is because I can see what the fuck is happening. And you guys don't 
see it. And the only way that it can stop right now is for people in the military, in the fucking uh, police force to say, hey, I'm not with that. And it's real simple. If we do that, we avoid a huge fucking shitstorm. But it's only done by in the individual courage becoming the collective courage. And it's not happening yet. Okay? So if you don't want to fucking speak Chinese, I'm being serious, bro. And you don't want to wait in fucking bread lines for three fucking days only to find out they don't have any fucking bread. You guys better recognize what's happening and fucking do something. Yep. And I'll tell and, you, like, it's not just. And it's not do something, go shoot up a fucking pl- Like, dude, look. Yeah. I want to be clear because these people like to take every fucking thing that's said and make it into this thing. No, I'm saying that we are being infiltrated with fucking communist propaganda and a communist mission to fucking conquer our country. And you can stop it by saying no to the lady at fucking Starbucks. Think about that. Well, I think it's important too for our police officers who, you know, cause that's a struggle. Like what you did was it's hard, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a courage move. It's a play, but I think it's important, you know, as you're, as a listener, you need to understand your community will support you. You know, your people will get behind you. And that's a big piece, man. Like stand your fucking ground because that they're expecting you to stand it for them. And it, maybe they, cause they're not in a position to, to, to go out and lead from the front and say, no, that doesn't mean that they can't help you say no. And I think that's where our role as Americans really comes in is we are in this motherfucker together, whether we like it or not, whether we like each other, pink hair or not, we're in this fight. The fight. Well, the other thing, bro, is like we're fighting for those people, too. Like, like they're screaming at us saying, hey, fuck you. They don't even know it. I know. I I know, bro. I know. That's why I ask a great serviceman. And he's like, hey, listen, I I fight for the right for them to be able to say that. Yeah. But if the tables were turned. Yeah, that's exactly, not exactly right? how they see it. Right. And so the understanding that freedom means freedom for both sides, freedom for you to have an opinion, freedom for me to have an opinion, not not freedom for you to fucking call me a racist. And not only that, and then fucking cancel you for replying or having a rebuttal or an opinion that's different. That's right. Like, and I'm talking deplatform. They're deplatforming people. They fucking deplatform the president. <laughs> yeah. Try and wrap this, your mind around that. And you that. got, like, I see these people on TV, Greg, and they're like, oh, these are communist tendencies. No, it's here. It's fucking You guys are fucking wasting time. It is already fucking here. What what more has to happen? Like, are we going to finally get to the point where people are getting loaded into fucking camps or trains and shit? And we're going to say, oh, fuck. They fucking got us. Like, what are we doing? Well, bro, I mean, that fuck, that has literally happened before. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm going to guess. History repeats itself. And guess what? I'm not getting in anybody's line. You're not getting in anybody's line. You know what I mean? But people fucking do. People fucking bow and follow it's and so do what they're fucking, fucking told. It's the, peop- it's the majority of people that feel this way, bro. If one motherfucker stands up in your little community, the rest of you, the rest of them will too. I think about those videos of them like marching people into the gas chambers and there's a hundred of them with five guards with rifles. What the fuck are you... You're yeah. going to be dead in five minutes. Go for well, it. Greg. What are we doing? But that's a mentality <laughs> why, that a lot do you of people don't have. People like you, white supremacists. Yeah. And a scourge of white supremacy, direct quote out of Joe Biden's mouth. Mm. You're a 2A white conservative male. Yep. And the you're number a one fucking terrorist. Of our country they are right already, now. They are already referring to pro, the anti-lockdown protests that we are going to have here as anti-terrorist. Or I'm sorry, as, as, as terrorists. Yeah. 
Well, then they can just fucking lock us up without due process. That's what they're too. going to try to do. And so, the, dude, this is the, the police got the police and military got to stop it, dude. And they got to stop it. They just got to say, no, we ain't doing it. Like they're doing it in Denver and, and they did in California, shit like that. I was talking to my buddies out in California. They said, nobody's fucking obeying this shit now. Good, man. Yeah, I know. I think that's really good. By the way, nobody's fucking dying either. Oh, no. Uh, I actually watched CNN last night just because I like to know like my enemy a little bit. Were you drinking? You were no. trying to have some fun? No. Or what? <laughs> By yourself? You're like, fuck, I'm going no, real wild, I, right? I, I, watch, I watch their shit all the time. Bro, I don't know dude. the shit they're saying. Of and dude, I was actually thinking like, oh, this would actually be easy if you couldn't detach and kind of see bigger picture. Yeah. I could see how people, because there's Chris Cuomo and he's like, the new variant is attacking oh, school children. Yeah, it's school children. Actors. And he kept saying school children, school children. And he's like, the hospitals are full and they, these are kids. And it's like, if you can't see this for what it is, that does sound scary. Well, not only that, dude, we have a fucking expectation that's reasonable in this country that they should be required to tell us the yeah. actual facts. Yep. Not only that, I mean, take that further. Go back to the original COVID. The reason people did protect each other is because we do want to protect our kids and we do want to protect our elderly. The problem is, is we don't have to protect them anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we fucking jokes on us now. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, look the fuck around. Did you see bodies? They were, they, they were bringing uh, 18, uh, 18 wheelers, backing them up to the hospitals with coolers and we're going to stick bodies in there. Did you ever see it? Nope. All these fucking giant tents. They were Bro, ever see us now. They were digging hole. I want to, I want to, <laughs> I, I want to fucking explain this to you motherfuckers. They brought in those two big ass ships that never got used. 60 people. Okay, total, but between both. Between both. They brought in all those refrigerator trucks. They started digging mass graves in fucking Central Park. If you don't think that this was total theater, yeah. at this point, you are you 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 are you have been fooled. You have been fooled. Okay? If you go and really unpack all this shit, which they call all of it conspiracy theory, and you start looking into the actual shit that they've said and the actual data and the actual stats and the actual uh, uh, all the shit, these motherfuckers have manipulated fucking everything to scare you into compliance, period. Hospitals are not fucking overflowing. They never were. And there's... Thousands and thousands of medical professionals online that are saying so that are then getting fucking kicked off the internet and, and pulling their medical or saying that. Yeah. And you think communism is on its way? Mind you, as a HIPAA violation, but to ask you for your medical records in public now is not a HIPAA violation. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, that's why I put those slides up in my story. I'm going to keep putting them up about what people should do when they're fucked with over being forced to take this shit. Because eventually HIPAA will come back into play and eventually this will be ruled that it was totally fucking illegal. And all those companies that force that shit into people are going to be held liable for it. Watch. Now, if you look at like all of the heroes that we looked up to growing up as kids and like all the movies we watched, Commando and Braveheart. Mr. T. Yeah, all the stuff, right? It was uncompromising men that were willing to stand up for what they fucking believed. And like everybody loves sitting in a fucking chair, eating popcorn, watching William Wallace fucking wage war because his wife got killed. Right. 
But when it's time for you to fucking stand up and show some courage for what you believe, damn few people are willing to fucking do it. And it's, it's like disappointing. It is disappointing. Every man dies. Not, not every, every man, man really truly lives. lives. Right? That's right. But that's a good thing for right now. Cause like, you know, if you stand for nothing, you live for nothing. You live for nothing. That's it. And I, I I've been telling that I've been talking about that on my, my podcast a lot is like, if you fucking don't get COVID, you're not immortal. All right. Like, Guess what? We're all going to fucking die. This experience that we're all sharing right now is finite. It's temporary. Babe. It's fucking it's temporary. <laughs> and so regardless of where you stand on this shit, all this is temporary and it's coming to an end. And when it fucking wraps up and, and you fucking move on or whatever happens next, like you need to be able to look back on this experience and be proud of who the fuck you were and how you conducted yourself and what you did. And those days are coming and I'm not going to be on the team that looks back and said, coulda, shoulda, woulda. I'm not either. And you know what? You know, a lot of these younger listeners don't have perspective on that situation. They, because this is the biggest thing that they have had happen in their life. They don't realize that this is the biggest thing that has ever fucking happened. Uh And your fucking stance on it right now is going to define you for the rest of your fucking time. Period. Yep. So I think long and hard about where you're at right now. History fucking does not reward tyrants very well. It doesn't reward oppression well. It doesn't reward any of the shit that's going on well. And if you don't believe me, there's plenty of fucking stories out there that show how this fucking story ends. Pick up a fucking book. And it doesn't end with them winning. Period. So I'd like to close because you have gone through this experience. I wrote this question down earlier. We got all over the fucking place. But I do want to get this point out. So let's say you're a police officer, a military person, and you are being told to do something that is against what you truly believe your oath stands for in terms of protecting freedom in this country and keeping people safe in this country. If you are one of these men or women that are in this difficult position, I would like to hear what you've had to say directly to them, please. I think those people need to stop I mean, it's like I said, I know what most of those people believe already because that's my community. They need to stop being silent about it and they need to be vocal and they need to come together. And like there's power in numbers with this stuff. They can fucking fire onesies and twosies here and there like what happened to me. But if people get together and they fucking have a voice against this, what are they going to do? They're not going to do anything. But here's the other thing that I always say to soldiers and police officers, like part of our job comes with an inherent fucking risk. We know that when we fucking sign the dotted line. It comes with risk of physical violence. It comes with risk of fucking getting shot. It comes with risk of emotional turmoil, of unpacking all the bullshit that you deal with, okay? Guess what? This is another inherent risk that your job comes with, and that's standing up for people's fucking liberty. And if you get backlash for that, or you end up losing your profession or worse, like, guess what? Your, your chosen profession came with an inherent risk. And now you're at a time in history where you have to stand up and do the right fucking thing. And if you're not willing to, you shouldn't be wearing the badge or wearing the uniform. Like the people are counting on you right now, right fucking now. They are counting on you to stand up and protect them. That's what your oath is for. That's what our constitution is for. And if you're not willing to do that, you should fucking throw the badge and the uniform away right fucking now because that time's coming. And if you don't fucking do it, the people are who's going to suffer the most. Well, dude. Look, 
I just want to say before I close the show, first off, thank you for coming down here, bro. I know it's not an easy trip for you. I know you're a busy dude and I know it was short notice, uh, but it's much appreciated because I think we're at a crucial time. And I think we're at a time where a lot of people are asking themselves what they truly are about and what they truly believe in. And it's important that this message gets out. And I want to say to the people that are here for business and motivation and discipline, and that's the content you prefer. And you may not agree with my political opinions. You may not believe, agree with how I see things. Um, you, you may think that I'm completely wrong, but I want you to understand why I've been so vocal. In fact, why I've totally changed the format of my show to include these kind of topics. One, I recognize that people are not getting actual, any sort of real data. Two, um, I understand how important this issue is to the point where I reformatted a number one show in the world to be a show that wasn't even really about that anymore because it's that important. And the reason it's that important is because without the freedom that we have here in this country, without the, the, the ability of free choice and the ability of capitalism and all of these things that we talk about on, on the political side, you cannot have a multi-million dollar business. You cannot have a big house. You cannot go get a private jet. You cannot get Lamborghinis. You have zero shot at accomplishing the shit that you want to accomplish under the ideology that is being installed into our, into our country right now. And we're going to have one shot at stopping it. And right now, we're at that time. We're at that time right now where people who truly don't believe have to resist and have to recognize, period. And if we don't, it's like I said, we have little issues now, we have little confrontations now or really big ones later. And I believe personally, and I could be wrong, that we are approaching that point very quickly. So if you are mad at me, if you don't agree with me, if you think I'm an asshole, understand that I'm trying to do what I believe is correct to protect the opportunities that you all are here to learn how to capitalize on. All right? I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I'll see you next time. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed. Close.